Alright, hello! Welcome uh, to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing One Ring 2nd Edition tonight, continuing our Waking of Angmar campaign. Uh, we uh, left off in the uh, the soggy ruins of a bog and uh, in a keep, and uh, we're going to do a little bit more exploration of that, and then maybe get back on the road uh, north, which is where we're headed. Uh, before we do that, a couple quick plugs. Uh, we've been playing a bunch of other games as well. You can find it over on our YouTube channel. If you want to look for Adventures in Lollygagging over on YouTube, we have all sorts of stuff up there. Last night, the four of us were tired because we played like a really long game on Friday nights. We're not used to being up that late. We're very old. I think we figured it out. <laughs> like even the young ones on this screen are very old as we, uh, we were playing some, 30. we were playing some, uh, some holler last night. <laughs> <laughs> you got know, real weird. And we were like, you know what Lord of the Rings needs? Needs some more Bayou accents. That's what it needs. It needs some Bayou and Appalachian accents. That's what it is. Also healing people with pig intestines. That's true. That was great. Long's throwing pig intestines at people, and it gives them health somehow. So that's always fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's see. Mondays, we're alternating between Deadlands. We're starting. Uh, we're doing Deadlands on Monday, and we alternate with, with Ultraviolet Grasslands. Fridays, next Friday, we're going to be doing a... A retrospective on our impossible landscapes campaign as we have concluded it we're going to look back people have been asking us to do this and i'll talk about like you know things i was thinking as the campaign went they're going to ask a bunch of questions to players that is of what happened so that's gonna be a lot of fun and uh all right i hesitate to say this red side best side but there's never enough gagging going on and see you just you can't use any sort you can't use our name in jokes like that it just sounds terrible uh, so yeah, Friday, we're going to do like a little retrospective and time permitting, we might uh, do some character creation of our next game uh, on Friday, which I think is going to be Traveler. I think that's what we decided on, which is we're going to space. And uh, and then, uh, yeah, back on Saturdays with this, with, uh, with the second edition. Uh, hey, Raj, how's it going? Uh, just getting started. Uh, and then uh, any other games going on? No, we don't have one. We don't have one today. I don't have one tomorrow. I don't have, I don't have Shadowrun tomorrow. So yeah, it's just uh, Monday, Deadlands, Friday, Delta Green, and Saturday, Saturday this. Um, okay, shall we Shall we get started? I wrote up a little summary summary for y'all, and I'll share it now with the, uh, with the, the crowd. Uh, so we've got, uh, okay, so here's what's going on. You have been tasked or you have volunteered for, or whatever the proper terminology is, with investigating certain rumors about activity in Angmar. Uh, evil men that apparently have been coming down from the hills, and apparently a powerful orc that is growing his war party and has went to the Etnmores to perhaps grow it even further. Uh, you all, as an adventuring company, you have undertaken a journey. You're heading northward through the dark hills of Rudaur, and uh, your ultimate destination is the western slopes of Mount Graham, uh, where you're supposed to meet or find a ranger named Marimben, uh, who is known to hunt trolls near some kind of broken watchtower. Uh, on your journey along the road, when you were on the Gradius Road, you uh, you made friends with a pair of dwarves named Thorvum and Thebe, uh, who were looking to avenge some of their slain kin, looking to hunt down that very orc I mentioned, uh, whose name we've learned is Rotag. Uh, you, uh, so you made a, you made a, a plan to rendezvous with them at some point up in the North, if possible, we'll see, uh, let's see what else. Also, uh, as you were traveling, you, uh, very, and this is most recently, you came across a homestead, uh, in, uh, in the Rudauer Hills, 
where there was a, a pair of families that were occupying them. There's a fairly tense council uh, that was led by the patriarch Nadil. And I think uh, I would probably say that Gilly did most of the work, uh, most of the talking with all the and some drawing and stuff. But I think everybody else chipped in to some degree. Uh, yeah, but there was less than helpful in that process. Yes, he tried, she is very he suspicious. They does not like rangers. No. Uh, so yeah, Patriarch Nadil, Matriarch Una, and you did actually learn some information about Lottie, who is the name of a leader of a large clan of hill folk, uh, and is the same woman that you encountered, the, the, you, you presume, uh, in in the ruins of Fornost. Uh, she was the one that was carrying that really big black axe. She had the fire red hair, that kind of thing. Um, you've also kind of learned a little bit about what she's been doing and as her and her, her, her clan of hill folk have been kind of scavenging, uh, the dark ruins of, of Rudauer strongholds and elsewhere, uh, collecting artifacts of old and items of power that have long been left to history. And they're, they're, they're using those somehow to increase their strength. They have some sort of desire to retake their, retake their land or kind of regain some semblance of, uh, of of ownership of the area, whatever it might be. Now, you also learn that nearby, nearby this homestead, there was one such ruin that had remained unexplored by Lottie's people. And Nadil believed that his eldest son, Geldor, uh, had gone there to find some kind of trophy uh, that he can then offer to Lottie uh, for some kind of entry into her clan, right? So he's like kind of doing the classic running away from home to join the like the army type of thing going on here. Um, so the, you learn that the ruin rested in a, in a fairly deep valley that was overrun by bog. And it is said that something uh, something lurks in the dark waters of this half sunken stronghold. Um, you learn that most treasure hunters don't return. Uh, and those few who have aren't really the same after that. There was some disagreement about whether to do anything about this, uh, where where it felt like uh, it felt like Orinial was kind of off on her own uh, for a bit. But eventually, she talked the rest of the party into journeying into these ruins, kind of doing a, a two birds one stone, helping out these people, uh, and maybe earning some goodwill. But also, maybe finding whatever artifacts remain in this keep and keeping those out of the hands of Lottie and and her clan. Uh, Keep our enemies weaker. Exactly. And along the way, the party, uh, I think you left your ponies beat in route at the entrance to this long bog. Uh, you had some trouble as you were journeying through this place. I think at one point, everybody wanted, everybody but Arineal wanted to ruthlessly murder this large elk that had become stuck in the bog in the peat and was being like kind of devoured by these these big old swarms of insects. Uh, but Arineal managed to free it, get a little hope back. And eventually you found the the ruins. Um, and inside the ruins, you found this like shambling preserved corpses of former treasure hunters, perhaps, uh, that attacked you. Uh, but you managed to hold them back with fire and they, they, you didn't kill them though. They got away. Uh, they escaped and you all are now huddled in the central keep, uh, atop, uh, the kind of these crumpled stone walls and such on, we'll call it the, the second floor. As what we see on the screen right now is is the top floor. I didn't do layers with this map, um, but uh, but you can see right now everyone's kind of on the screen there. We're a floor underneath that where there's the, the basically the water level is where you're at, and these dark circles, uh, dark pools of water are circling around you, and so that's where we're going to pick up 
uh, right then and there. Uh, any uh, any questions, any confusions? I think we're good, right? I just think there was a theme to last session that I think a mm. is a good person. I think that was the theme last session of like, let's is go it? find lost teenagers and Unlawly let's not the kill the animal. It feels like that was the theme. Just <laughs> at least my perspective on events. Sure. Anyway. Sure. You keep telling yourself that. Uh, well, he's a little depressed. So, you know. Yeah. He's yeah. miserable. Who, wait. Gilly's depressed? Who's depressed? What? Gilly. Yeah, she's miserable. Oh, I thought you said he. I'm like, did we just learn <laughs> she, something? No, I said she. Yeah. Okay, my bad. I misheard. All right. Let's get that up. And we are back in the keep. Now, this map isn't perfect to scale or anything like that. So don't feel as though, like, when we explore it, a lot of this is just... It's kind of abstracted, so it's, this is not like a proper dungeon call. This is just sort of to give us some kind of perspective, so don't feel like you have to be perfect to it. Uh, I think this is ma this map is actually, I think this is a Tavern Tales map, uh, is that we're using here. And it was close enough to what I wanted, which is like a sunken keep. So you all have just recently uh, run these, these shambling corpses away uh, from the area, and you're now... Like on top of this, these crumbled stones that are like peeking up almost like an island in this black water within the broken central uh, central keep of this larger stronghold. You're inside the main exterior walls. You know that there was a courtyard filled with black pools of water. And you're now here. What do you guys want to do? All right, guys. We got to remember the three cues. Quickly, quietly, and quesher. Let's get it. Pleasure. <laughs> wonderful advice. I give him a Benny. No, I think everyone should make a shadow resistance roll for that. <laughs> oh, God. That was the opposite. Okay. All right. So, looking around... So, uh, so again, don't don't go perfectly by what you see on the screen. So, just... Mm. just it'll be close, but it's not quite the same. So, you are underneath the floor that you all can visibly see. This is the same floor that a Rineal jumped to. Okay, so the one above, like the above you, that ceiling above is where a Rineal originally jumped when she jumped from like one of the walls onto this keep. And so it's like probably the second, like you're probably right now on like the sort of the ground floor area, like the, like the first floor of the keep where she jumped into like the second floor. Um, and you weren't, you don't think there were any additional floors higher than that. Um, but looking around, you do see there's some breaks in the walls. Uh, some of these look like they were at one point doorways. You can see what looks like, you know, soggy old, uh, old like wooden furniture or doors that have, have slowly broken apart and have just kind of begun to to, to sort of mix in with the the black water. Uh, you see stone as well. You can see that there's a variety of like these kind of strange kind of black roots or tendrils from some kind of sort of sub-aquatic like plant that's kind of growing up the sides of the walls here and there like a moss or uh, or some kind of vines uh, but you can see that there's there are ways to leave this this room and go deeper into the key I'll go ahead and lead the way Renee will follow right behind okay all right so we'll say, kind of get an idea for that. We're kind of do this almost like 
Pathfinder 2E style. So as you guys are exploring, like, what are you doing? Like, as you explore this area, like, what is everyone like looking forward doing? Like, what's like, what's the main thing they're focusing on as you're exploring the keep? Arineal's looking for signs of um, some that someone slept here, someone's camped here, so either uh, remnants of a fire or food scraps or anything like that. Okay. Floyd, what are you doing? I think I'll scan like the environment, make sure we're not running into some weird spots. Maybe this is a trap. Okay. Uh, so Arineal sounds like awareness. Floyd sounds like scan. Uh, looking for kind of anything hidden or something like that. And originally you're just sort of looking for signs of something, uh, someone being here or something like that, or just kind of keeping an alert for danger or anything out of place. Gilly, what would you be doing? She'd probably, because Gilly knows if we get the artifact, we can get out of here. Sure. So that's, she wants to get out of here, so she's looking for the artifact. So you're looking for any sort of signs of like where something of value might yeah. be kept in a place like this. Okay, that sounds good. How about... That to me do something maybe like um maybe like a like a lore or a riddle might might do like something about like it's, it's sort of like riddle in the sense like you're trying to puzzle solve like where would they keep something good or lore maybe you've read about like human human strongholds and where they might keep their treasures yeah. something like that might might do lore would be cool that's okay. what I was kind of thinking of all right so let's do these one at a time Arinio go ahead and roll that awareness test alrighty. Extraordinary success. A perfect okay. Role. That's wonderful. That's a fantastic role. So you you do in fact notice what looks like as you're as you're moving from room to room uh, within this keep, and most of you are kind of waiting. Like Gilly, you're probably the one struggling the most as you are the other shortest. So at times you probably have to actually outright swim here and there as you're sloshing through, and occasionally you can feel the hard stone beneath you. But Arinio, you find some of these like dry spots. And as you're looking, you can tell what's been soggy and soaking and, and bog covered. And then you can also tell what's been disrupted recently, or at least more recently. And you do, in fact, notice that there's a pack on the ground uh, that looks like it's in relatively decent condition and in, in a place as humid and grimy as this, like if it's exposed to this kind of cloth fabric would, would probably like deteriorate it pretty easily. And this thing still seems to be relatively intact. More than that, it seems like the strap kind of broke and it sort of floated off into this corner where a bunch of this different refuse has, uh, has kind of piled up here and there. Most of it just looks like sort of broken off debris of old of old stone or something like or excuse me of old wood or uh, or some other moss but this this pack is amongst it and you can see like the the acidity of some of the waters have, have likely kind of worn away at some of it but it's still intact and when you dig through it you actually can see that there are some foodstuffs in here that are still in I mean, they're eatable. Like you look at these things, like you would probably be willing to eat this. And there's a couple other tools here and there. Uh, it looks like there's like flint and steel and there's like some kind of like hunting knife, you know, kind of in, in a, a small little scabbard. You can tell this is someone's supplies and what looks like, you know, a bit of rope as well. Okay. Uh, so Arineo wants to 
kind of take the bag um, and um, just kind of throw it in her bag. So she's not going to like take any of the contents, um, but just keep it safe. Um, and Arena will turn to Vessel and Gilly and say, um, well, there's no guarantee who this belongs to, but uh, perhaps this was Geldor's and maybe he is close by. I am. Uh, since you got an assuring success, I, I want to give you something else too. Um, awareness also is like the eye of keeping keep, keeping an eye out for dangers. Um, there's kind of a couple things that that first you sort of notice as well. As you as you peek out through some of the exterior breaks in the wall through the the central keep, you do see almost what looks like something moving underneath the almost serene black waters out in the courtyard here and there. And more than once, you see something just ever so slightly disrupt the surface. And you can tell it's one of those kind of shambling corpses with their slightly glowing eyes. Maybe it's the ones that you fought. Maybe it's not. But you can see them. They seem almost like sharks, like just sort of circling around. But even though they could easily swim into this keep, they don't seem to be doing so. And the second thing you notice is is kind of the absence of something like for the past day as you've traveled across this bog and you arrived at this this ruin you all have been essentially assaulted by insect swarms and you even saved the elk from those massive voracious whatever they were locusts mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that it was kind of eating away at their wounds you suddenly realize it's extraordinarily quiet inside this key. You hear no insects. You look around and you don't see any signs of them crawling on anything. You don't see anything on the refuse pile. You see nothing on the the, the vines and the, the mildew growing and seeping between the stone blocks. Nothing. And there's none on you either. So Arineal is just going to, um, you know, kind of quietly, um, you know, just sort of like you know, almost snap, but like not making noise just to kind of get their attention and just kind of point into the water, um, kind of how many she saw and just kind of whisper. I, I'm a little concerned about what they're waiting for. If they're waiting for more numbers or maybe a bigger one of them. Yeah, let's not, we should hurry. Okay, so let's scoot over to Floyd, then Floyd, make your scan roll. As the three of you are just sort of waiting from room to room in this key. Get a success. Okay. So you're specifically looking for any kind of um, traps or uh, we'll say like hit anything hidden, anything that's not sort of obvious to an awareness roll. Something like where you're like scan is specifically looking for something for that which is hidden, right? And probably it's because of your background, but as you're passing through what looks like some kind of, it might be a study. You, you, you look at what seems like these shelves on the walls with piled up like parchment that has just fallen and flaked into the ground here and there. A few leather bindings might still be intact. You you catch kind of out of the corner of your eye like a glint of of metal and you see what looks like 
sort of the, the loop of a handle for a trap door underneath the water within this study area. And it looks to you like there was likely something over top of it, as you can see what looks like like the, the sort of the residue of some kind of fabric. Maybe there was a rug or something pulled over top of it, and it's long since been eaten away at by the acid of the, uh, of the bog. Uh, but in terms of like hidden entrances or hidden rooms, that was the only thing you think, and it is, it is partially underwater. How much water is in this room? In this room, it's about three feet. You would uh, you would conclude that more than likely, that means that you know wherever that goes is is, is likely underwater as well. What kind of door is it? Uh, it just looks like a trap door, like a square. You, any of you could fit into it. You can see that it's kind of swollen from the water that's been soaking on it. And you can see there's like these rusted metal bands that have kind of been eaten away at by time. Um, it, to open it, you would probably need some sort of like either a clever plan or just a pure athletics roll or something like that to, to rip it open. Yeah, I was imagining it was possible to just like slam on it so it just breaks open. Yeah, you can just straight up athletics this and see if you can just smash it open. I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, go for it. Success. Okay. So as you as the three of you are, are in this, this study area, Floyd kind of, you see him drift off, kind of half waiting, half walking over into the corner where he's he's trying to like dig away at something sloshing around in this horrible water and you can kind of feel the grime on your skins and he's just kind of ripping away out of it um and eventually you hear just like with a big dwarven as like this big this big old plank of wood just flies up into the air as you yank the thing clear off its hinges i see nothing at uh, it is pitch black. Uh, Gilly, go ahead and roll your lore test now. Oh, God. Do we have any um, dice left, Melissa? I That's don't believe question. so. I will check them. Okay. One left. One left. Okay. One. Yep. Uh, and don't forget to refresh your fellowship points, by the way. You should be, you should, I think we start every session at. Five or six. 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 Yeah, six. Be yes, six. because of your because of your under your fellow your fellowship phase undertaking. Yep. And Gilly's bonus and etc. Success. Okay, so you know you're you're from you you live in you live with humans. Um, you're a Bree Hobbit, so humans are not these kind of strange beings. And while while Bree itself doesn't have any like masterful old legendary keeps or castles or anything like that and there's plenty of places where monies are kept or people try to store away or hide their valuables there's just a tendency for it but you've done plenty of reading and maybe you you, you certainly can't identify who specifically owned this keep but you would hazard the guess that there's likely one of two places where you might find something of of extreme value one might be in like the Lord's chambers, right? Whoever owned the keep, right? And that, you know, so they, they might have kept something of great value specifically with close to their possession. 
And you also have heard that likely there are, are certain secure vaults for riches kept in the lower levels of the keep as well. Perhaps some kind of reinforced cellar, perhaps some kind of hidden compartment, things like that. What does this room look like uh, that we're actually in? Does it uh, look like it was like a like an? This looks like a study. No, this looks like a study. A, remember, it's a study, so, it so it's like there's okay. there's shelves and things like that here and there, and you can see certainly on some of these shelves there's there's definitely old tomes. Some of the leather still seems to be intact here and there, but anything that was pure parchment has like even just touching it, like it just. If it's still intact now, just touching it seems to sort of spread it apart. But you can tell at one point this was, was a study. this was okay. a keep. Yeah, this was a study of a keep. Thank you very much, Stanley, for those uh, those bits. Appreciate it. Three more. Melissa's got it, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Gilly will relay that. She'll be like, um, <laughs> Floyd. Uh, there's a there's a good chance that's where your treasure would be. Yeah. Mid sentence, you see me already like half undotting my armor. Okay. Uh, thank you, an anonymous cheer. We got more, Melissa. Thank you very much. So we've thank got you. seven now. Oh goodness! Thank you. And, and don't forget, you spend one hundred one bit, you know, one hundred of those to get a d six. You can spend like I think was it five hundred of those to gain uh, favored. Oh my Steven, goodness! You beautiful, beautiful man. And. Uh, <laughs> What's great about that is people believe me when I say that because you're not currently on the stream to disprove <laughs> that statement. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. You you are taxing my math skills here. Steven should come play. Do you guys think Steven should, should come just... play with us? I think Steven should come play one ring with us. He's got to be an elf. I think so too. We don't have an elf. Yeah. We do need somebody to play an elf. Okay. All right. <laughs> you have a face for radio. <laughs> okay. All right, so Floy is is taking his armor off. What kind of armor do you have again? You have you have fairly heavy armor, don't you? Yeah, I have heavy mail. Yeah, he's he's okay. okay. All right. If you just hold the light up, so I know where to come back. That's Gilly's job. Gilly's okay. in charge of lighting. Uh, should we tie? Do you should I just stick my hook in you? So, so we have a way to pull you up, or you can in cat. or around. Yeah, make an attack roll. <laughs> <laughs> or like, he's got his armor off. It's the perfect I mean, time. I mean, to your belt, to your belt, or something. Yeah, yeah. Time you up. Okay, so Gilly, while he's <laughs> phrasing again, uh, is taking off uh, out of her pack her hook and rope, so she can tie it around vessel. Okay. And she gives uh, the other side to Reniel because strength is. I'll help, but uh, maybe, maybe you should be able to pull him up. Uh, too old to twitch. Thank you so much. Uh, speaking of faces for radio, I don't know what that means. I've never seen too old to twitch's face, but thank you so much. I just do random transitions like that. Uh, f- so that's another five. Melissa, add them to the list. Yep. You guys are going to live forever. No possible way. That's because they wrong. know we're about to die. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. like... They, they, well, I mean, we have to like you know, hold our breath in this water. That there's is some dangerous. hints here. What's they going just on? know us sure. and swimming. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thankfully, Derek's cheer. not here. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so you have you have created a lifeline essentially for Floyd 
And Floyd's yeah. going to go swimming down into this dark water. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This show is too good to end with a TPK. But I'm still here. If there's a TPK, you still got me, Steven. Okay. It's all like, yeah, that's true. Okay. You, yeah, um, all right. So, so Gilly has already described what she's doing. Floyd's taking it. So Floyd's, you're, you're getting ready to go for a swim. Arineal, you're going to try to, to help sturdy him. Or, or excuse me, uh, Gilly, you're going to try to help sturdy him. Arineal, what are you doing in the process? I am helping Gilly help uh, sturdy Okay, so the two him. of you are holding. <laughs> yeah. Him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because Gilly also needs to hold the uh, the light. Okay. Um, okay, so Gilly, you're going to hold a light. And you have a lantern of some kind, right? Yeah, I have a lantern. Okay, so you can almost so like I'm... dip a little bit into the water and keep it keep it closed, but you have to be careful yeah. as not to completely submerge it or something like that, but you might be able to get a little bit of it down into the water. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's what we'll say. Floyd, I want you to roll an athletics test, but we'll take a bonus die uh, from the help of the, the line. Uh, this is for swimming. Uh, and then, so you get that from Arineal. You get your bonus die from Arineal holding the line, so go ahead and do that. I'll go ahead and just spend five favorite. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so we're down from yes. six to five. Yes. Spend five or spend the fellowship? He said five. Do it, Floyd. It's fine. <laughs> I'm doing it. Okay. Great success. Like, like a beautiful fish, bearded and somewhat rotund, you dive into this black, dark water and off of like the ledge of a window cut out where formerly stained glass is bringing very limited light from outside because, again, everything's kind of this dark overcast and you splash down in. Almost no splash at all. That's how good of a dive it is. Then, as you start swimming further down, roll a scan test and I'll say take a bonus dive for this from Gilly holding the light down there and giving you a little bit of little bit of room. Oh, Octavia, I remember her. Success. Okay. So as you're swimming down here, you notice that, first of all, this this room is filled with with debris kind of floating about here and there. Like, so you're like bumping into things as you swim. So some of it is like just sort of floating, floating like sunken, almost deteriorating wood that the minute you just bump into it, it kind of just breaks apart into pieces. Others, it seems to be more like these old kind of cloth or tapestries or some kind that are just sort of flimsy as you swim through them. Others, it looks like these dark kind of black roots of some kind of plant like arcing through here and there. And as you get down and you you hit the floor, you realize that in the bottom of the floor here, there's this huge cavernous opening where the floor has just disappeared. And like you're reaching around and you can feel the stone for a bit and then you just feel kind of like the broken edges of certain stone boards uh, or stone blocks, excuse me. And then there's just this massive dark abyss below. And you notice that like there doesn't seem to be any like doors coming or going into this room here or there. But you do see what looks like a, a not insignificant number of of like floating chests that are in this room, like these big swollen chests of like some kind of dark wood. It's hard to really get colors when you're down here, but yeah. And then you have something goes even deeper. What would you like to do? 
I'm gonna just grab on to a couple of these chests and then yank on the rope to get pulled back up. Okay. So maybe you, are you just gonna you you take a couple you you bring them up, hand them off to Renio, come back down, get a couple more here and there. Floyd, during one of these trips down back in, you see a light suddenly begin to sort of flicker and emerge within that broken floor abyss area. And you see the most beautiful creature you have ever seen. What is the most beautiful thing Floyd would... What what, what would Floyd consider beautiful? Female dwarf, of course. Okay. Beautiful braided beard. You see her down there, and she, you can see her just kind of like, like this glowing figure of a female dwarf, the most handsome form you could possibly imagine. Beautiful braided mutton chops dangling down with some kind of glowing gem kind of beating and adorning the beard. Hair slicked back and tight, weaving in this complex braid, drooping down behind her, almost kind of flailing out to either sides like 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 a jellyfish or something in its tentacles just sort of flopping back and she's just swimming past and she just rotates at one point and you see her just look up at you and she just sort of smiles and kind of just waves and then swims back down and I'll slowly swim towards her okay so you continue and you swim you descend down into that broken floor area below this whatever vault this might have been and you can you can't see any signs down here as you as you descend it is utter blackness her glowing form you still see no walls like there's no light that's like reflecting off of some kind of stone substructure you don't see any signs of just broken, rocky, cave-like earth. It is pure and utter blackness, but there she is, just sort of waving at you. At this I'll point. the only thing I can see. Okay. Go ahead and make a wisdom test. Wisdom. Yeah. It's so, so one of the valor things? And as one of okay. wisdom and valor, so yeah, pick wisdom. Boy, I'll make this favorite with fellowship stuff. Okay. Doesn't spend his hope points, but he spends our fellowship points. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, get up. Yes. (laughs) You've gone to a point where you can almost feel the tug now of the rope. You're that deep. Arenial, you can you're out of rope as well. You f- and you you feel it kind of kind of pulling you down into the water as well. It's at that point, Floy, that the light just flickers out. And you're just surrounded by utter blackness. And then one after the other, 
these eyes begin to open in this utter blackness. These remorseless, horrible, alien-like eyes. First two, then six, then seven. And they kind of give off this, this ambient glow. And you see that like as they begin to open, there's this form that they seem to be embedded in. This almost sort of amorphous, amoeba-like, blob-like shape. But you see like this strange, like arcing claw coming out like at the end of a tentacle, and it's whoosh, woofing in your direction. Um, okay, since you passed your wisdom, uh, what we're gonna do is we'll dive into we'll dive into initiative. So we're basically gonna go we'll go through the process. We won't do a proper initiative until everyone's in, but between the two of them, we'll do this. So. You uh, have to decide what you want to do. Just So this is like opening volley territory. You don't really have anything on you. You took your armor off. Uh, I, I'll say, you, you know, you could have probably taken a tool or a knife or something down with you. That's perfectly fine. But like in terms of your full-on like regalia and weaponry, you probably don't have it. And you are a good 50 feet down, I would say, because that's how long ropes are. And you, uh, you see this tentacle just flying out at you and this just strange, like crab-like claw at the end, just extending from it, uh, all from this blob-like shape. What do you want to do? I'm going to swim in the direction that I think is up towards the road. Okay. All right. Roll an athletics test. Okay. I failed. You, I mean, you, you you shake out of whatever strange sorcery was making it so that you're like you you see this this creature, but instead of it, this creature, it's it's this beautiful dwarf, and like you managed to shake that kind of strange vision, whatever it was doing, which you think at this point it most likely was doing something to you. But as you try to swim back, you kind of get tangled up a little bit in the rope. It kind of gets wrapped around your arm or your leg, and you're trying to kind of get you know, get right by it. And you try to, as quickly as you can, just swim back up. But as you look around, like it's so hard to tell anymore which way is up. You are so far down beneath. You don't see Gilly's lantern light anymore as you've gone down at the abyss beneath that floorboard, and you barely make any movement whatsoever. Um so this thing's going to go ahead and I'm going to say, since you failed your athletics test, we're actually, me and you will go into sort of a combat at this point. We'll put you into proper initiative. Now you can, can still, you, yeah, go ahead. Can you let us know when it's been like longer than like a normal amount of time he's been underwater? He's a dwarf. Since he has made a couple trips like up and down and up and yeah. down. Like we, yeah, I, I feel like because he's a dwarf, he's probably got like a, a little heavier uh, ability to a sturdy constitution. He can hold his breath a long time is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Once it's past like what we yeah. think is like an average, Gilly Absolutely. will start tugging. Cool. I think what's going to happen is there. Oh, thank you, Aaron, so much. I think what's going to happen is this creature is going to attempt to reach out and and target Floy for something. So it's going to engage with you, Floy, and it's going to try to kind of... We're getting into combat here, but you get to go first. That was just opening volley. It does actually... Does it have a ranged attack? 
no, it doesn't actually have a ranged attack. So like this tentacle is like flying and snapping out at you, but you're managing to outpace it ever so slightly with your swim, but you didn't really outpace it enough to say you've escaped it as we're in proper combat now. So it's your turn. What um what particular stance would you want to take in terms it's like and it, granted we're underwater here so we're kind of exploring strange and unknown territory with the rules so we're playing a little fast and loose but how would you how would how would floy kind of react in a situation stance wise yeah I'll go defensive this time okay so you try to it's like sort of cautiously kind of keep keep keeping your backside well like maybe you're swimming serpentine like and do you try to attack it or do you try to continue to swim away I'm just going to run or swim away. Swim away. Okay. Roll that athletics test then. And to see if you can kind of get away. Oh, I got eyeball. That was one of those. I watched it roll from good to not good. (laughs) Okay. You continue to feel yourself kind of getting tangled up here and there, but you're trying to make progress up. You're feeling, and at last you finally feel like the roof the ceiling, I should say, of like that that vault that you first came down into and you hauled the chest out of, but you 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 don't find the actual massive broken hole yet. So you're still kind of trapped in this dark area with this creature, who will now make a series of attacks on you. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Long. Go ahead and target Floy on this as this claw comes kind of kind of like weaving out from like the blackness below and kind of snapping away at you and trying to get to you. This is Alright, here we go. This is going to get three attacks. And you're in def- you put yourself in defensive, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So this claw comes boom, lipping, like just sweeping out at you from the darkness. And it's at that point, you just feel a sudden tug right on the rope from a renewal above. And you just kind of let yourself get pulled a little bit. And that's when that claw tentacle just smashes against the underside of the floor, right where you just were a moment ago, if not for that small tug. It's going to get another attack, though, as it continues. And you see a second tentacle just hurtling up. Uh, from the darkness below. Uh, and do you did you take your armor off? Yeah. Did you so you unequipped your armor? Okay. All right. Uh, and the second one, whoo, same thing as you're just kind of weaving back and forth, and now a second tentacle. Whoosh. Then you see the full breath of this creature just try to kind of ram with his blob-like body, all of those dozens of remorseless eyes just following up and trying to smash you into the, like, kind of crush you against the under undercarriage of this floor. And I will attempt to... This is its third attack. Oh, my God. I rolled like crap. Nice. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So I've missed all my attacks as you're just kind of sweeping around. Okay, at this point, though, the two of you up top, you feel strange things happening now with the ropes. Something's going on. He's like tugging on it. It's kind of moving all strangely. You you know you don't know the nature of his trouble, but you realize now that he's likely in trouble. Uh, and I'll go ahead and I'll add the two of you uh, to the initiative order at this point as well. Arineal's going to look over at Gilly and just say like, I mean, he's been making short runs to bring some of these chests up, but he must have some 
big treasure down there that he's bringing up. Okay. Yeah, um, and do you think maybe, because I imagine Gilly's like leaning over and she's got her hand kind of on the rope, but she's not really holding it too tightly to feel if he tugs. And mm-hmm. she's got the lantern. Is the water starting to churn a lot? No, they are a full extra flow. Oh, a whole extra you. flow below. He okay. he swam down in the abyss and he failed both his swim tests to make it back up through it. So he's Got still it. they're still way down in that dark abyss. Like he's literally like, you know, like 40, 50 feet below you. Maybe not that far. That's probably excessive, maybe like 30 feet or so as he's yeah. he's down a whole floor underneath you. Okay. Uh, so the three of you are up. You can go ahead and place yourselves in whatever stance you want. We're gonna still try to maintain some semblance of, of structure here, but like this is more gonna be like That'll only happen if attacks are happening. Otherwise, just say what you want to do, and we'll figure out how it works. Um, so, so, okay. Yeah, so now ahead. that the rope, uh, they're getting some movement on the rope. Um, mm-hmm. Then Arinia will start to pull and okay. rail the rope up. Let's say, how about this? Roll a athletics test, uh, and if you're successful, you'll give him a, a bonus die uh, on his on his athletics test. And for every additional success die you get on top of that, he'll get an extra bonus die. Okay. So the better cool. you do on this, the better your assistance to him will be. As you're just trying to, at this point, just pull him like crazy. Go ahead and roll it. Don't worry about being in perfect order again. We're kind of blending combat and skill endeavor sort of sure. together here. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, take two of our uh, wonderful uh, extra D6s because um, I already have it at favored. Okay, go for it. I can't believe I missed you with all three of my attacks. I'm so sad. Extraordinary success is a 32. Okay. So (laughs) two extra sixes, Jeff. Yeah. Yep. I don't don't like that at all. (laughs) I uh, disagree with everything here. Uh, It's total... (laughs) So what? She gets what? So so was it four, Ashley? So it would be four extra die she gets? Or... Uh, We said... What do you she, mean? Got, she got a success. She got a success on the roll, and then she got how many extra sixes on top of it? Two extra sixes. So he'll get three bonus die in his athletics yep. test to try to roll out of that. Okay. Uh, all right. So then, Gilly, what would you like to do? Um, maybe I'll take some of the slack of the rope that we have and try and find some place to secure it, so we don't have to worry about if Irenial loses her grip, uh, him to- totally losing the rope you're trying to something i don't think there's going to be i don't think there's a ton of slack right now like I, he's so far de- down i don't okay. think there's really slack right right yet uh, i think it's, it's basically because i because i had already established that like orineal kind of felt like the last tug as he was going too far okay. down deep so there's just probably not a lot um, left. probably not too much like she's waiting to see if he gets nearby because she doesn't realize something's wrong yet to mm-hmm. like maybe grab whatever he's bringing up to us. Okay. So she's just watching for signs of him. Okay. Uh, Floy, what would you like to do? This thing is right on top of you. No, I'm Absolutely retreat, right on top Retreating of you. as fast as I can. Okay. Roll athletics test. With three extra dice. With, with three extra dice. Okay. Great success. All right. You manage to weave your your dwarf body in between these these two tentacles one that just smashes right into into the the under the under portion of the of the floor the next one same thing and you're just kind of weaving between them here and there and you just hear <coughs> and you see bits of stone and dirt just kind of come free from the impact and it just wrenches these huge kind of claw marks uh in the stone itself uh you can kind of feel 
the the full mass of the body and as you sweep past it like you can it's almost like some kind of thick hardened hide as you like bump shoulders with it this big amorphous body but you reach up you feel like the the crag, craggy marks of the, of the of the floor itself and just pull yourself up into the treasure vault room and kind of swim and so you have made it out from the abyss you are now in that second that that vault room between that you first entered into okay uh all right this thing is just going to follow you it will attempt to hmm oh man you know what that oh, sucks what it's attacks were at favored and I didn't roll them at favored oh all those misses yeah it's a shame it's okay it'll move it'll follow you into this room Uh, the hole in the floor is big enough and you see its body just kind of contort and squish and it just pops out into the black room itself and you're just kind of floating around. This thing seems to have no issues whatsoever moving about within the water. It it moves with great speed, great efficiency and now you see like the full mass of it as it kind of squeezes down into the hole and then kind of almost takes up the entirety of this vault room as it just kind of expands at this point too. Um, I'm gonna take, a, I'm gonna take a couple shots at you again. Um. All right. I'm you only gonna get defensive. I can't change it for some reason. Uh, yeah, I can get you. You want to be in defensive? You said. Yeah. Gotcha. That's interesting. I can't do it either. I think we need to have a an enemy to be able to click on to change our stance. There you go. There's the enemy right in front of you. No, I still can't do it. That's weird. I still can't get you. I'm just going on here. I still can't change your. Let me see if I can do it from the screen. I still can't change it. Uh, So basically, it's just a. It's a. It's a. I lose a a bonus die. So we know what the effect is. So I'll. I'll take a. I'll. I'll I'll give myself a manual penalty. Okay. Wait. Why is it so big? Uh, because it's huge. It's gigantic, right? Uh, My right. gosh, it's, it's it's enormous. This is this is what is called a nameless thing. Uh, there's a nameless thing creator within the, uh, yeah, the Watcher in the Water outside of uh, Moy. Uh, this is one of those. Uh, okay, so I got a penalty die, but I do get to roll favored. Uh, so let me do it this time, and it didn't roll. There it goes, being a little squirrel. Oh my. Uh, Eve, oh, it did what's up? Roll I did roll favor. Don't worry, I get three attacks with this guy. It's fine. <laughs> Second tentacle, uh, still with a penalty die. This guy is oh my god, automatic failure. This is ridiculous. And then once wow. again, it's going to try to take its body and smash you against the walls of this thing. Uh, still with a penalty die, still favored. Oh my gosh. Nameless. This thing's a piece of crap. Oh my God. As you just, (laughs) yeah, you're still just managing to contort yourself. Like you're weaving in and out of all the different debris down here. And you see the claw tentacle just 
like like shoot out from its body and you can see it just try to snap on top of you but like just at the perfect time like fate intercedes as this old waterlogged piece of shelf just kind of flies past and takes the brunt as the as the snapping claw comes down and rips it in half and you're like that could have been my spine and um yeah that'll be that we'll go to the next round then um Arineal and Gilly. As you look down into the water, you see Floy is like kind of swimming about strangely here and there. You see he's kind of like rushing, and there's something glowing down there now that you look down there. Like this this sort of very, very faint, faint glow. But it is you you're kind of uncertain like what, what's going on with him because when you when you look at it. When you see it, it just looks like this beautiful, benign, wonderful creature. What does Arineal see when she looks down into this this dark vault? What um, would Arineal, like a creature that Arineal would consider just absolutely beautiful? It could be a person, could be an animal, whatever. Yeah, the first thing that pops in my mind, because we kind of just saw one recently, was sort of like a just a big, majestic, like, elk, just sort of... yeah standing you know sunlight on it just it's the most bizarre thing to see (laughs) this elk kind of swimming somehow through the dark waters of this vault and it's almost as if floy is trying to like bring it and save it to the surface maybe he took a lesson from your from your work in in the in the swamp he's like you found another one and he's trying to save it somehow it got caught down here who knows maybe there was a pocket of air what does gilly see Hey, Tombstone, how you been, man? Yeah, I've been trying the hatless stuff. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. My hair has been growing out pretty long. Uh, For me, anyway. Uh, What Um, does Gilly see? Gilly sees a really handsome dwarf. So there's Yeah, but besides Floyd. Because now there's Floyd (laughs) and there's another one. Ooh. I didn't know Gilly had a thing for dwarves, but I've there it is. Decided, yep. Yeah, there is. Is it? Is it just like uh, what kind of? What does this dwarf look like? Give me, give me some details. What are we talking about here? Are we talking like rough and tumble beard? Are we talking like braided beard? Are we talking it's like very mountain man braided, type? But he's kind of like a mountain man type, and it's just like bright red. Okay, and there's just sort of like this glowing bright red visage of a dwarf that seems to be following Floyd. He's like, he's found kind a survivor like, down here. Like a romance novel where his hair's flowing behind <laughs> his, him. His, and, his, yeah, his and he's got like a little bit of chest hair. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. So you see these strange sort of specters that are occurring. Both of you roll wisdom tests. This will determine whether you can act in this round. Okay. As you, as this little spell, you guys can kind of see what's happening here, but uh, Your characters don't listen to though. My foundry froze. The Brad Pitt of dwarves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Brad Pitt from Legends of the Fall. Extraordinary success. Okay. I'm going to grab one of the fellowship points. To okay. Get, uh, Gilly, you look down and you're like, you you're like you do a double take and you're, and you're like, you're like, my stars for a second. And then you realize as you shake your head that that, the kind of the blue waviness of this monstrous beard like you 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 look at it now and it's just these long kind of flowing tentacles here and there and these eyes these giant 
glowing eyes are suddenly beginning to pop up around you like they're just sort of bubbling up in the darkness and you're just like terrified and horrified all at the same time as it seems like Floyd is desperately trying to swim from this thing whereas Arineal you're just kind of lost in this moment momentary like hypnosis as you're just like the majesty of it all and, and, and like a little bit of pride like all right I've, I'm impacting Floyd Floyd is trying to help this this poor innocent creature and it's such so majestic so, uh, Renil, you will not be able to act in this round. Uh, okay. But Gilly and Floy, uh, what would you like to do? Uh, we've been doing it Gilly first. We've been kind of kind of playing fast and loose here. So, Gilly, if yeah. you want to go first to do something that you think could help Floy escape, go right ahead. So, she's going to grab onto the rope. Beautiful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend a fellowship to get favored because it's okay. an athletics text, uh, test, correct? Okay, uh, it's an athletics test for him. And, and what are you trying to do? Are you trying to like pull She's, up on, pull on the rope? I'm gonna grab the rope and try. It'll and pull be athletics. It. Yeah. Okay. Athletics. Yeah. It's just pure. And strength. then two dice, we're down to, please. We're down to three fellowship. Uh, after I just I spent used one. it. We're, oh, you used one. Okay. Yeah. I used one and then you used one. Got yeah. it. Cool. And how you many dice did you use? Rineal. Two, please. Failed. Okay. Rineal, such a tree hugger, you know. Just... <laughs> Success. Okay. It's a good thing you ruled that a favorite because that one wasn't looking good for you. No, it was okay. not. <laughs> Floyd, Floyd, you'll have one bonus die from Gilly to help you try to get out of this of this vault, uh, to swim through the debris from away from this thing and up through the vault. And and, and you assume to safety. Oh, uh, so, so sweet grass. Arineal, why are you not pulling on the rope? You just look over and she's just like her head just sort of staring down. So, so majestic. So I, mean, I know he's handsome, but we should. That's that's not that's not what that is. And, you know. mm. All right, Floyd. Athletics test to get out of this room. All right. Yes, success. Great success. So you managed to swim up and just. Like a like a great white breaching the surface, you just launch yourself up and through, and you kind of splash down into the water. And you look back as the eyes are still coming, and right as the, those two tentacles with the claws at the end just erupt up through the opening, swooping in like one at a time. The first one comes through the trap door and kind of launches out at somebody. The second one as well. Uh, I'll roll randomly to see who I attack here, but I'm gonna get the two tentacles off. But I won't do the smash since he's still since. He's still down there, so he can't quite weave around it. So I'll do uh, I'll do a d6 just based upon the layout. One to two, Arineal. Three to four, Floy, etc. So the first one will go up against. Uh, it'll still be Floy. <laughs> he hasn't learned. <laughs> <laughs> Has not learned. And I'm assuming you're still kind of defending yourself as you go. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, of course. Uh, sorry, I should do that again. I didn't put. Uh, I didn't put. I'm gonna roll it a second time. Yeah, go for it. Okay. It's for the favorite. For the favorite. Thank you. Oh my God! How many Gandalfs have I rolled tonight? I have rolled That's so many lie. Gandalfs. Uh, the second one will come out. The second tentacle will will leap out of the water and will go after Gilly. Gilly, what stance would you say Gilly was in for this situation? Uh... And it's all and, and and you set your stance before like the whole mesmeriz- mesmerization thing. Yeah, I wasn't able to change it, but probably open. 
open. Okay, so it'll just be it'll just be flat. Okay, so this yeah. is going to be this next one's going to be at Gilly. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking. Yeah. So there's no penalty to this one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Gilly's dead. Uh. Okay. So. Eight damage. Yeah. Couple things are gonna happen. Uh, let's see. What did I roll? I got. Oh, I. Okay, I got two successes. All right. So I got my. I got my automatic success with my Sauron. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gilly okay. needs to make a protection roll test. I actually, because it was an automatic success and I don't have any extra successes, I can't do this ability that I want to do. Ah, oh, that God. sucks. <laughs> that sucks so hard. Uh, okay, go ahead and roll your protection roll. Can I get a dice small for protection? Oh, that sucks. Oh, what if it's so great? So sad. All right, you manage to avoid injury uh, from the piercing blow, but you still take that eight points of damage uh, as this tentacle, like you probably weren't even expecting it. You saw the creature, you know it's terrible, but you had no idea that this thing was gonna be so precise. And as you're still kind of there pulling on the rope, as Floyd comes leaping out, you kind of almost your head sort of turns to watch him. And it's that little moment of kind of turning that just leaves the tiny bit of opening up. Okay, what do you all wanna do? This round. What does Arrhenial see at this point? Arrhenial, you, you're, yeah, you can roll another another wisdom test at the start of this round. Yes, okay. you can. Of course, Stephen. Yes, please give bits to the monster. Please. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take five um, to do this. It favored. Okay. Uh, still failed. Arrhenial is still kind of locked in some kind of trance as she's staring at this thing while the two of you are dodging out of the way, Gilly not so successfully, of these like snapping tentacle claws. You do notice that it doesn't seem to be able to push up through its whole massive body through this small little hole, but the tentacles are so faint that it can kind of get up and snap at you. They're very dangerous and they're whipping around. Uh, so the more you stay near this trap door, it's going to be able to continue to attack you. You would imagine if you manage, oh my God, Steven, you would manage, you would imagine that if you, if you try to back away from the trap door, you could potentially, uh, you could potentially outrange it, at least for the time being. What would you like to do? So Floyd Gilly, what would you like to do? We've got to get out of here. Then I'll just yeah. drag a renewal with me if possible. Okay, Raw Athletics has to drag her away. Which way are we going? For yeah, this that's way a, or that's out? That's a good question. To this way. Again, don't worry so much. Just tell me generally: Are you trying to get out of the keep? Are you like? Are you trying to go back the way you came? Or are you trying to go up? What are you doing? Floyd. Uh, I think we should go up out of water. Okay. Okay, yeah. All right. And all of those chests are just sitting there next to us. Great suck. I'll assume you can grab a couple or like you sort of floated a few out. That's fine. Okay. okay. Um, all right. You uh, you managed to drag her away. Originally, you just feel this like overwhelming confusion 
as like you don't really understand what's happening right now things aren't really making sense and it's just like even as you talk you're just sort of like mumbling as this sort of strange if you know uh, it's a majestic creature why are we running away and you just hear a fly and you can see like the pupils have dilated in her eyes she's got this far off look as the as you and gilly go like clambering out of the room looking for some way up uh gilly since floyd took his action to drag Irineal away gilly why don't you roll like a scan or an awareness test to see if you can find like a staircase going up that might take you up to another floor okay can i get a dice ball yep i have a thousand bits to use towards the kraken just so you know you do yeah i saw Mm -hmm. y'all did i saw (laughs) okay so you are you are still wading around in this water don't forget you guys are in water, which is sort of like waist high yeah. water as the, as the two of you, like you have like this little train of like, of like floating chests behind you that you're just sort of pulling as you go. Floyd's got a rineal kind of just dragging her Gilly. You've got like a rope that's attached to these couple chests, like they're little pet dogs that you're bringing with you. And you're just kind of looking around and you think you find what looks like a staircase going up, but you realize Everything is kind of collapsed inward on it. And as you try to ascend it, you get like two steps up before you realize you can't go any further. All right. I'm going to roll a test. What kind I think of test? none of your business, Melissa, <laughs> none of your business. And so, so much so I'm actually going to put it private. Oh, yeah. Super. So it's, not, it's not so much a test. It's, oh. it's not really a test. It's just a random. I'm trying to see if something happens. Okay. Okay. So, Gilly, Floy, you hear the sounds of crashing and crumbling. You look and you can see back the way you came towards where that study was. You see these little eruptions come up from below the water and stone whoosh, flies up and splashes back down. And you see the what looks like a tentacle that just knocked the this hole in the ground of stone. And the tentacle erupts into the floor and kind of snaps around blindly looking for someone. Um, it does not randomly hit you guys after all, but you know that you are not yet in danger. Uh, start of the next round. Again, this is a mixture. Arineal, go ahead and roll wisdom to see if you can kind of break this trance. And then Floy and Gilly, tell me what you're doing. All right, I'm going to take a fellowship down the two. Am I sister in that at all, or is that not a thing? In the wisdom, no. This is purely okay. just her trying to, like, break it. All right, so I'm taking a fellowship point and uh, one of our D6s. Okay. Man, it's great. Oh, my gosh. This I still think it's an elk. That's and you get, and you keep saying words that sound like you know, like like it makes sense. But all they hear is just you babbling, just babbling incoherently. Uh, Floyd and Gilly, uh, you could not, you have not yet found a successful way to go up any any higher. Uh, you can continue to look on this turn, so you can continue to do the same rolls. Um, Floyd, you don't have to keep rolling athletics every time. It was just the first time to move her. But if there's some, so what do you, do you two want to do? Yeah, I'll find a way out of the room. If, if Gilly couldn't see anything, I'll see if I can. Okay, so uh, so I'll take either scan or awareness is fine with me. Uh, if 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 you want to, if both of you want to roll this, is you're again you're looking for, you're looking for a way up, preferably. Oh Christ! Oh, I okay. Trouble one. Okay. Can uh, I get a dice small? Oh boy! <laughs> oh God! Got it. 
Great success in awareness. All right, and it's not a staircase, but at the very least, you see what looks like a crumbled floor and wall that has kind of created its own little ramp that seems to go up to an upper level of the floors. Uh, similar to where Irineal was, it's not. It's more like the northeast corner, it looks like, of the keep. You've kind of traveled from what was the southwest corner where Irineal first jumped over onto that second floor, and you're on the complete opposite side of this interior keep, but you just find just what looks like a series of stone blocks and debris that leads up to that second level and the three of you begin to quickly run up right as behind you you can hear these explosions and you look back down the hole and you can see the tentacles kind of flopping around and snapping you get up to the second floor you you kind of you you continue to hear it below but it, it almost sounds like it's further away it's kind of kind of distant and it seems almost like it's it's almost blindly looking for you at this point and you think it hasn't quite been able to track you up to this this sort of second floor. What would you guys like to do? We can break at this point as we can break specific, you know, specific kind of combat initiative here. But we get you guys know this creature is looking for you is essentially what's happening. But it doesn't seem to be like right on your tail. What do you guys want to do? Arineal, um, I'll say at this point, like because it's out of sight completely you don't see the tentacles erupting anymore you can kind of snap out of it at this point you still have no idea what you just saw you didn't see the monster but like you you snap out of that trance where you feel like you can't really do anything and Irina just sort of looks down and like she's still like holding the rope that like Floyd is connected to and she's like got a chest in her hand and she's like how did how did it get here we don't have time for this to Floyd Floy, Floy, uh, and like Gilly's grabbing what she's got and she's going because she wants distance. All you gotta know is we gotta go. Oh, oh, okay. I thought there was a hot dwarf man in the water and it was not. And instead it was this horrible creature and we, we really gotta go. The, there was an, a just majestic elk. Yeah, you know, it really wasn't. So let's go. Well, well, okay. And Arineal is very taken aback by like, this is not Gilly's usual persona at all. Sweetgrass, so. sweetgrass. <laughs> I want to get out of here. Running it is. Yeah, so I'll right. just lead the way out. Okay. Find the way out. Sorry, I was just kind of resetting some stuff on the map while you guys were talking all right so you guys have made it over to the northwest corner of this keep uh, and again this isn't perfect but it gives you some semblance of understanding uh, so don't don't read everything so just tell me what you want to do and like we'll kind of go from there we're just sort of using this to help kind of abstract you know kind of give us a semblance of where it kind of ground us a little bit okay so you guys are you look around, and you are on uh, a floor that's about, again, this is about 15 feet or so, maybe 20, above that black water below. And at this point, you know what to look for. And as you look down, you can see those very tiny, almost imperceptible currents in that dark, thick black water below. And you can see there are some of those, those marsh dwellers that are moving back and forth here and there. 
none of them seem to like be kind of coming up and crawling, but you can't see them so much as you can see the impact they have on the water as they move about. And maybe ever so often you get just a little glimpse of that, gl their glowing eyes, but it's very difficult to see. And had you not already encountered them, you wouldn't even probably be able to notice it. You notice that there is a stair, uh, some kind of broken staircase that seems to go up from this level even higher. And you look above you, there's no roof above you. It looks like there once was maybe another floor, like a third floor of the keep that has long since crumbled. And you can see the remains of that else, you know, around here in the room, there's these huge chunks of stone. You can see it down, uh, sort of crumbled on the floor here and there. To the east, you can see about 20, no, about 25 to 35 feet away is the wall. Uh, the exterior wall of the keep on the eastern side. Uh, it is it is slightly lower, ever so slightly lower in terms of height than where you're at currently. And you can see that there's a huge chunk of rubble where like the ramparts are like the walkable parts of the tops of the wall are no longer intact. And like the stone is just completely crumbled in upon itself. It's a little bit lower, uh, but it is nonetheless like still fairly high up from the water. And then there's this stair that kind of goes up to the north side of the keep. And it seems to again, go up an extra level. What would you guys like to do? We keep ascending. Try to take okay. that path. All right. Stairs. So, okay. So as you get up to the stairs, you do notice that there is this door, this like heavy double set, these big, heavy metallic doors that still seem to be locked in place in the wall. There's no roof above them, but you can see the remains of like the, like this metallic door frame. This looks like this is some kind of like door that was put in place to sort of keep people from, you know, from, from kind of slamming into some point. Now the, the bright side is that you can see that the barring system is on the inside. Um, but you also notice that like, where the those heavy iron bands are covering these these big old thick planks of swollen wood, you imagine this thing is kind of swollen in place to a degree. Uh, so it would take some kind of you know clever action or just pure brute strength to try to knock this thing down. What do you mean by no roof though? Like you can just meaning there's no roof. Like there's nothing above you. There's no ceiling above you. The stair kind of goes up, and you think there might have been like a rooftop above here, but like everything's again kind of crumbled down. It's not like a full set of stairs. It seems to go to a new flight, but you imagine it might be going to some sort of. It might have been like some kind of central rooftop overlooking the entirety of the courtyard. So theoretically, no instead of trying intact. to break down this big door, we can go up the stairs and go down into it because there's no roof to it. Yeah, you could potentially just kind of climb over top of this. You could just knock it down either way. But there's basically like a stair that's blocking your ascension to the to the part where you can kind of get a, get a much more bird's eye view of the keep. Yeah, see if we can lift someone over and remove the bar system if it's barred. The bar is right in front of you. That's easy oh, enough. You could take that off, but it's just everything's sort of swollen and soggy from the humidity of the place. I see. Really, really just like like someone lowering a shoulder into it with athletics or some other, if you have some other solution, you can you can easily kind of knock this down. And uh, you still hear I... these distant as something's looking for you. Uh, can I um, consider my bold? So spend... Uh... Hope Have you seen bold. the yellow ring? Well played. I like that. Um, so it's been a hope for bold and just try to shoulder my way into this. I can help um, do the same more time. of a bold action than a smart action. I don't think that's bold. Bold? Is that bold? 
Is that what we're calling bold these days? <laughs> Is that the bar for bold? <laughs> Come on. I can just assist her instead. Yeah, just assist her. That's fine. Yeah, just go well, ahead and take a bonus I can also do die. like maybe like a craft roll. We're shouldering through this thing. Oh, go it's for really, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not hard. It's just it's just there to put. You know, it's just it's just in your way if you go this way. That's all. Go ahead, Arino. So athletics. Yeah, and uh, and Floyd said he was supporting you, so take a bonus die. Okay. And two, is it renewal yeah. your two, fellowship bonus? Yeah. Yep. yeah, so yep. take two. All right. Extraordinary success, 29. All right, you're able to easily kind of just push these things down. Like, it's kind of a soggy mess when you do so, but you also notice that there is... It's crumbling, but there is a walkway that leads onto the back, the back wall itself. So you can see as you kind of emerge from uh, from the door, you've like kind of reached what looks like the back wall, but behind it, and this is not seen by the like because like where all that shadow is on the map, the the hills have just kind of encroached upon it as if as if the earth itself is just trying to swallow this place whole, as if like the hills are just squeezing down in on it, and like the bog itself is just sort of stomach acid picking apart all of the remnants of this of this structure so there's really no clear path just like you can't just like you wherever that who knows where this hill might take you if you were to try to climb it um but you could also head eastward to what looks like the uh, like ruins of some kind of tower uh and then there's like kind of a western trek as well uh so you can basically east or west east i think yeah, there's a tower you said. Yeah. So you guys move up and you see much like the southwestern corner of the of the actual um of the actual tower. You can see what looks like some kind of former defense tower of some kind. Likely there was uh, mm-hmm. you know, this was sort of a place where it was just sort of defending from potential attacks coming from the eastern edges. Um you can see that most of it has kind of fallen to ruin the the, the sort of s- circular rooftop of this is has got patches all over it. You can see what seems like the remains of a staircase that kind of weaves its way down into the dark water below. Um, and you can also see that the eastern bit of the uh, of the wall itself has kind of crumbled upon itself, uh, and it's a little bit lower. So meaning like it's kind of created almost like a V on the eastern side of the wall. Uh, and you can see that, you know, the stair that would have kind of weaved its way fully down, you can see that there's no clear like walkway to the other side and that you would need to jump if you wanted to kind of get onto the Eastern walk path and kind of try to filter your way back towards the front of the keep. So can I do like a jump over here and then a jump over here? Like, does that seem like that's a slightly. Yeah, I would say jump to do. Yeah. I would say if you tried to just do, you know, like if you tried to just do a jump from like where Floyd is standing, I would say that you'd probably take a like a, a penalty die because it's so. But if you went a kind of like hopped across, it would just be a straight athletics test and then try to use some of that crumbled V shape in the tower to kind of almost like shimmy and like Spider-Man scale across instead of opposed to just pure leaping. I will warn you that that, that failed rolls on this will result in you falling into the black water below. That has happened before. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yeah, so I th- I think I want to go here and do this this little jump here. I don't know what here meant. Sorry, the, I don't always uh, have the map up. Sorry. Um, so a, a little bit up and then to the right where it's a smaller jump and then come back around kind of in a, in a clockwise direction. All right. So yeah, all you're doing is making an athletics test and doing like a jump slash kind of scale yeah. along the wall. So go ahead and make a standard athletics test to do that. Okay. I'm going to take a dice. You did not count Steven's donation towards your total, I hope. Okay, that's mine. Success. Okay. So that means that I end up here. Okay, Arinial, you make it across. Stop saying here. (laughs) Sorry, I was going over this way. I'm going clockwise. You you make it here. We're not doing multiple rolls. One roll will get you to the other side. (laughs) Okay. You make it so you watch as Arinio like gently hops over to the crumbling, uh, so the crumbling stone in the northeastern side of the tower, and then you see her just kind of use the 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 kind of crumbled V in the wall as a as a way to kind of sturdy herself as she kind of gingerly steps from one uh, one exposed edifice to another, and then hops over to the southern side of the wall itself. Floyd and Gilly, what are you doing? Any way you can help us over. Floyd, do you still have the rope like wrapped around you as we've been running this whole time? <laughs> yeah, we've been running. I've just got a rope on me. <laughs> yeah. You look back. It wasn't the rope. He's just got a tentacle claw <laughs> impaled in his belly. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I've been dead the whole time. And then he attacks you. <laughs> he's on my side now. If you still have the rope wrapped around you, you can throw it over to me. Toss it and try to follow the path. You made it over. Okay. Uh, what we'll say is this is you still make your, you still make your roll, but if you mm-hmm. fail, we'll say you don't fail into the water, but rather you just sort of dangle in the air above it as a renial holds onto it. And then we'll see whether or not more rolls or something else happens. We'll say you don't fall fully into the black water. If you were to fail. Oh. Yes, she is human. Nemo. Uh, Gilly is a Bree Hobbit. A renial is human. Uh, and she's a ranger of the North specifically. And, that's a fail as yes, that is Floyd hops from, he tries to follow a route precisely. And as he gets just a, just a couple steps into that Northeastern segment of the platform, the, the ground crumbles out beneath him and he goes falling. <sighs> a you're right there to kind of hold on. And, he, and he's just now kind of dangling in the water, not just about a couple feet above the water uh, from the rope. Uh, Gilly, what are you doing? As you watch this happen. Uh, she's going to attempt to go over. Okay. So as he's dangling down there, Renial, you're hanging on. He's heavier than he looks. <laughs> uh, Gilly, go ahead and make your athletics test. You don't okay. have the safety of the rope, though. I know. Okay. So uh, I'm going to need a fellowship. So we're down to one. Okay. Oh, this is great. You never you gonna, ever get hope back. I do need dice. Okay. Of course, so I have no <laughs> can I have two? Yes, you can. Furry dwarves can't jump. And I am scared to look. You made it. Oh, okay. <laughs> However, I'm gonna go ahead and take up some of my uh, some of my oh, money, no. some of what happened, in my donation from our good friend Stephen, to say that. 
in the earth below or in the the water below as floy is dangling beneath it you see an eruption oh, shit. black water flying every which way and those two tentacles fly up from below and they're both going to take shots at floy again i'm gonna not give it the third crushing attack i'm just gonna do the two attacks because it's not able because it's not like right on top of you it's just sort of snapping at you that is the truest thing I've ever seen Steven say in chat. I don't like seeing Jeff that happy. That is, that is, I just feel that's just like, I've never, I've never seen a statement so true. Okay. So let me put you, I think I figured out why we couldn't put ourselves in stances because I never actually began the combat. Uh, let's uh, okay. do that. I think that's what it was. Uh, so go ahead and uh, what would you, Floyd, what would you think you would be like, what stance would you be in? And I think, I, I think let's just leave it at open. Cause you're just dangling there. There's like from a, from a rope. Let's just, just, just leave it at open just to be like no bonus for me. No, no, not bonus, bonus for me, et cetera. So you're, we'll say you're dangling from right there to the North of Arineal and we'll say Gilly made it all the way across. This thing is going to attempt an attack. For the love of, for the love of all that is good in this world, please. <laughs> it's going to take two two shots at you. Uh, so, this is going to be favored. It's this whole play, of course, it's, I left it on. So I failed again. I rolled a twelve. I didn't mean to leave it on on private, but I rolled a twelve um, on the first on the first tentacle, and then the second tentacle will come up. Same thing. <sighs> come on, give me an eye of Sauron. Yeah, no. I I don't understand how I can't hit a fifteen. Like That's I just crazy. I have missed every attack on this dwarf. As you now see, as you as you both as everyone looks down, Orineal, you can see, like suddenly erupting below these tentacles and are snapping out at Floy. Floy, you're like pulling your knees up to your beard <laughs> as they're snapping at you from below. Does Orineal um, actually see tentacles? Uh, we'll say at this point, yes, uh, because we'll say you've you've had I'm sure they've explained it to you at this point. And we'll say and say in that case, you're able to uh, uh, you're able to sort of see exactly what they're seeing. Um, and, yeah, we'll kind of go back into our sort of half combat, half sort of skill endeavor ish thing. Um, so Floyd right now is the only one who is in danger of being targeted as he is. He's far down the rope. Uh, so Arineal and Floyd, both of you could make athletics test. We could say Arineal, you can make yours first. Um, okay. and if you're successful, that could basically help Floyd. We'll give Floyd a bonus die as he tries to like, it's a combination of you pulling him up, him climbing up that kind of thing. So we'll say Arineal, you roll first. And if you're successful, Floyd gets a bonus die. Great success. 25. Take, take, take the bonus die Floyd as, as you try to get pulled up as snap, 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 snap. Success on my part. And it's a little close. You feel, you look down and you feel one of those claws close in on the bottom of your boot and kind of tugs you down ever so slightly. And you just kind of kick at it with your other leg, knocking the claw free. And you see like little carves on the sides of your the sole of your shoe. And you're pulled all the way up to the top uh, of, this, uh, of this wall. It's at that point that you start seeing... That this creature, this big, massive, bulbous creature, is just sort of like smashing into the side of the wall. And you can feel the whole wall now begin to shake uh, as this thing smashes into it. Uh, Gilly, Arineal, Floy, um, you can feel that this thing, like you, you look around, you see that this thing is not in very good condition. 
if too too much of this thing kind of smashing against the wall could either cause certain aspects of it to kind of collapse or could just kind of make you lose your balance but it's still beneath you kind of pushing and smashing against the side of this this wall uh what do you guys want to do run away run yes all right so you begin to start running and you take maybe 10 steps southward right towards the front and you notice that there's already a huge section of this tower uh, or the, excuse me, of this wall that has kind of collapsed in front of you. And you can see that much like in the tower itself, how like the side of the wall kind of dipped down because of the collapse of all the stones. It's the same thing here, except this is even further and longer. Uh, but you also see it manages to like create this little ramp that goes down to the east if you want it to. Um, so you have an option here. You can try to kind of climb down and leave the safety, the relative safety of the of the actual uh, uh, walkway here and try to like leave the keep entirely to the east you could try to just kind of cross to the other side of this walkway uh, what do you want to do as you watch this thing is almost like paralleling your movement uh, smashing up and smacking into the the sides of the wall what do you guys want to do I'll run to the east on this ramp okay yeah Gilly will follow Floyd Agreed. okay all right, all three of you, uh, you can go ahead and make athletics tests as you try to climb down this debris. And if anyone fails, you will be left uh, to the potential Anybody attack. Want dice? Uh, of course, it's Floyd. I don't know, Floyd. You're fine. You keep going. I don't want <laughs> to deal with you at all. Okay. Okay, I'm back in foundry. All right, Gilly and, and Arinio, go ahead and roll your athletic tests as you try to carefully climb down this massive mess of crumbled wall. Do we have dice? Yeah, we do. Okay. Uh, I, I need How? two. I don't believe you anymore. We had so many. Don't believe you. No one likes your characters, guys. Everybody <laughs> hates you, okay? So, wow. Extraordinary success. All right, uh, we have two. Nimble left. as can be, Gilly. You just hop, Gilly hop, is... hop, hop, hop. Yeah, no problem Parkour. whatsoever. Okay, Arineal. Also, same thing. The two of you just running like without any effort. Like it's not you. You don't even slow your speed. It's just one next, like one step, next step. Each step is like an extra couple of feet downward, and then you guys both splash down into the into like the the boggy water on the outside of the keep. And that's when you look back and you see sort of struggling and tripped and fall and, and, and like having fallen in like this little nook and cranny of the, the broken stone. You can see poor Floyd up on like kind of kind of trapped in there because he's trying to climb up. And that's when like coming over the sides behind him, you see all these different tentacles and eyes sort of emerge uh, Floyd, I assume at this point you might be in defensive stance uh, if you want. I think that's fair to say. You would probably at some point switch over now that you're prepared for it. And it's going to go ahead and it's going to again take a couple shots at you as you try to escape this place. And Arinio does still have a rope around him. So you do. <laughs> that's fine. if at all possible, I can always <laughs> just sort of like tug the rope and Floyd can just go bounce, bounce, bounce along all the rocks to safety. this is going to get all three attacks this time I cannot believe I've not been able to hit you hit a 15 at all like all I need to hit is a freaking 15 and I haven't rolled 
Give me some, come on, go. That was like us a... last night with just needing a ten, and we just got nine, <laughs> nine. Hallelujah! <laughs> yes. You did hit nice. me, Jeff. To be Do you fair. see what you get, Floyd? <laughs> Would you mess with the warrior? Uh, okay. How did? How well did I roll? Did I get a six? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a six. As well. Let's see. I got a six. A couple things are gonna to to borrow the catchphrase from a different podcast. Couple things are going to happen here. Uh, all right. So, first, let me roll. Let me roll damage. So, actually, wait. No, I'm not going to do a heavy blow. All right. I'm going to roll damage, uh, but uh, do not count, like, subtract 11 from this, because uh, this, this this has a special thing I can spend successes on, as opposed to, like, a heavy blow, which you spend a success on. I'm not spending the heavy da- the, the heavy blow. It's a different ability I'm going to be able to use, but it's special to this creature. So just subtract 11 from this. So it's eight points of damage uh, that, you need to, that you need to do, but you also should do that protection roll. You should still do that protection roll for the injury. And then, uh, and you need to, so roll your injury roll. <laughs> oh no. All right, so now, so a couple, so that's a fail, right? So you are now wounded. Uh, you're going to roll on the, uh, if you go over into the roll table section, uh, there's a wound severity table. Roll that twice and take the worst. That's one of its other abilities. Uh, it has deadly wound, which means uh, those rolls are ill-favored. So roll that twice and take the worst of the two uh, wounds. You see what I'm saying, Floy? Yeah, I see it. How do you roll it? Uh, there's a button at the bottom that says roll. And roll it a second time. And so whichever one's worse, just take that. So which is worse? The 10 days. Okay, so 10 days. So it doesn't you, say what we'll, it is, just severe. We'll, we'll describe it in a second. Then, okay, it also has an ability to poison you. I'm going to spend one success icon to inflict a grievous endurance loss on the target. So this is basically a grievous poison. Uh, so a poison player hero cannot rest and must roll for the for a, a corresponding endurance loss at the end of each day. If the roll uh, produces a 12, the hero takes no damage and is not poisoned anymore. A successful healing roll done at the start of a day also removes the effects of the poison, but the, but the roll is penalized depending upon the severity of the poison. This is a grievous one, so basically any healing roll done onto you is going to lose 2d6s. Uh, and this could potentially... This potentially kill you. Thanks, Steven. Steven did this to you, not me. Okay. So wow. as as you see Floyd trying desperately to like get up and leave, he's trying to kind of climb up. You see this creature emerge. You see one tentacle whoosh, shoot out of it, and Floyd, almost not even looking, just kind of dodges out of the way. But then the second tentacle whoosh, flies down. And you see it just pierces right into his side. And Floyd, you immediately feel it just rip through your mail, kind of just managing to just pierce through the sort of the soft spots of your armor. 
and plunge right into like your rib area. And we're gonna call like your severe injury just sort of these so it's like broken ribs. You just have a ton, you just have multiple broken ribs. So you're kind of breathing heavily now as there's this huge wound in the side. And also, uh, I get another attack on you uh, as well as I do get the crush uh, attacks since I can now do that this time. And you're also poisoned. Finally. Uh, you know, it's just you work really hard. And, you know, that's fine. I don't even care that the last one missed. I don't even care. I poisoned somebody. <laughs> that's all I wanted. Okay. So now it'll come back to you guys. Uh, Floy, is there anything you would want to do? Do you just want to uh, try to uh, try to flee? Is that what you're looking to do? Just just kind of yeah, get I'm on out of here? My injuries here. Okay. Uh, I'll say roll an athletics test. Uh We'll give you a bonus die because Arineal still has, like she said, she still has the rope and can kind of just at some point just pull you down like you're just some big sack of potatoes or something. Uh, so go ahead and roll athletics to try to dodge out of the way of these strikes and crumble oh, them. I wall again. That poisoning and broken rib stuff. Okay. Um, Arineal, if you want, I'll give you an athletics test to try to wholesale pull him down. Uh, that's fine. So if you want to just kind of just pull him down, this is not going to be pretty. And this is going to potentially, I'm going to say this is it, that if you're successful, you can pull him down. But we'll say Floyle takes some fatigue just from the bumps and bruises of you just kind of yanking him awkwardly down. So it won't be like physical damage as opposed to just be like the, the bumps and bruises that you get from fatigue and, and wear and tear and weariness. Okay, we're down to one um, D6 after this because I'm <laughs> using one. No, I used one. So this will put us at zero. Again, another extraordinary true statement by Steven in chat. It's not fun seeing Jeff happy. Just, it's really great that we're really getting to the heart. Like, just, just so much honesty happening there. Thank you, Nemo. You like seeing me. Yeah, that's why I like you better than Steven. Okay. Uh, okay. For a TPK here. So I think we've got a little uh, split here in the audience. Who's okay. For whom? We'll say, Floyd, uh, roll a d6. Got a four on it. We'll say f add, add four sort of travel load fatigue to your character sheet as you try to dodge and move and you kind of get stuck and then you just feel your whole body just get yanked and you just bang your head against a stone and you bang your, your side against the stone. You feel the wound just smash against and then before long you just hear a sploosh and you're covered in this dark water uh, and then you feel yourself kind of getting pulled through it and you feel the like kind of the hands of Arinio kind of pull you up out of the water at this point. You are like kind of delirious from the head that you just like your head just banging against the stone. Your wound is killing you. You feel sickly, almost immediately sickly. But as you all look back, <laughs> as you all look back at the keep, you can see this thing just sort of stand on top of the ruins of the wall. And it just sort of snaps out and you can see as it waits around, kind of flings its tentacles around like wildly and blindly, its dark eyes kind of staring down as you all continue to run like eastward and away from the keep and maybe you start veering south southward, but it doesn't seem to follow you outside of the grounds of the keep itself. It just seems to sort of stay within that particular wall and framework. And we'll say that you're able to escape from the keep itself with a handful of these chests in tow 
with a very injured Floyd, poisoned, uh, with no Geldor. Uh, I did not, we're not able to find him. Uh, but at the very least, you're alive. And thank you, Steven. It's very nice. I accept your apology for you, uh, you saying you don't like to see me happy. <laughs> so Arunia That's not what the to... apology is, I know, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wants to try to find kind of a comfortable area to attempt to do some healing. Okay. For Floyd. Sure. So let me just go back over the rule again for poison. So a poison player hero cannot rest and must roll, uh, for an endurance loss at the end of each day. We're going to call it, we're going to call it like evening at this point. Because you've been tra- you traveled like the whole day, and then you started to explore the keep. We'll say it's evening, so we'll say you can probably get one roll in. If the roll produces a twelve, so if, if Floyd gets a twelve on his roll on his on his endurance roll, uh, the hero takes no damage and is not poisoned anymore. A successful healing roll done at the start of the day. So Arineal, you wouldn't roll that now, but you can do the healing roll to reduce the severity of the injury time. But the poison healing roll will happen in the morning. So why don't you go ahead and do your roll to, to see if you can reduce the 10-day 10 uh, 10 time on his injury. Alice Cooper's poison. So do... Should I use the last fellowship point? We don't have one. You already used it. For fellowship? Yeah. Oh. You did just get uh, five more d6s from, uh, from Steven, uh, the traitor. <laughs> like this we were on the same side and then he just you know okay uh looks like you should be weary floy so make sure you mark that on your character sheet okay so and i'll do a healing and i'll use two of those um <laughs> can't make it favored but i can add two to it Let's see what we got i will say you guys just face down a nameless thing and no one died it's pretty good. You ran like crazy. And it took me for, I can't believe I could have killed Floyd like down <laughs> yeah, in the darkness. The and I just missed so many times when I finally hit. All I needed was a 15. That's not that hard. Uh, right, so okay. That's a success, 17. Okay. So that's going to reduce the heal time. It's only a regular success. So I think it just reduces it by a day since you didn't get any additional successes. So it's now just a nine day uh, heal time, uh, recovery time for your broken ribs. Okay. But you all managed to, to put a great deal of distance over the next few hours between yourselves and the keep, ever so often kind of looking around for any signs of this creature, seeing if it's following you. And and you do you do start to see some other things in the water here and there, but none of it seems to alarm you. More than that, you also notice the sounds of like insects are suddenly beginning to kind of come around again and you reckon and you realize like thinking back original you you recognize like there was no insects whatever mm-hmm. no sounds it was eerily quiet as you kind of move throughout the wall and move throughout the keep just like the drips of water here and there and eventually you're able to kind of and we'll say do you want to try to push through and kind of get back to your your ponies uh or do you want to try to camp here and rest tonight Arineal's gonna look to floy and just say in this state that you're in you tell us. Feel awful, but let's try to get it out of you. Okay. All right, we'll push through. Everyone make a travel roll. See if you can. You're going to get back no matter what. This is just to see if you accrue a point of fatigue. As you're, as you remember, this bog is, again, you're like wading through it almost the whole time. It's thick. 
smells gross and fetid. Not to be confused with the swamp we were in last night, which was thick, gross, and fetid. We've been in a lot of swamps lately in our games. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Floyd, you're, man, hey, you're just... You're just a tank. <laughs> You're just making it back somehow. Uh, all right. Travel rolls for Arineal and Gilly as well, please. That's a fail. Uh, just uh, take a point of fatigue. You have two. I'll take one. Uh, take, just, take, just take a point of fatigue, Arineal. It's just exhausting coming back. Same with you. Yeah, didn't even Same with it. you, Gilly. Somehow the guy who's injured and poisoned is cool. <laughs> Maybe it's because the two of you are like helping carry him most of the time, and that's why the two of you kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But well, eventually, we also have like to carry his armpit, like, <laughs> to help out. We also have to carry his armor because he did not have yeah. his armor on when he, he went didn't. Yeah. So that's yeah. being carried. Eventually, um, you do make it back to Beat and Root, who, when you find them, are just sort of fast asleep on the side of this this hill tied to this crooked, uh, crooked tree. Um, you can see like don't seem to have suffered any ill effects the travel through the bog was like extraordinarily stressful and dark and dreary you were hearing weird sounds here or there in the distance periodically you saw like lights begin to to glow within the dark water and like it, it was probably a good thing that you maybe evacuated this area before full nightfall but you know it's still a little bit of ways back towards the camp of the of the redown people that you that you met um and you probably it, it would probably behoove you all to like to rest here as opposed to, to trying to push through because it's like we're talking relatively speaking past midnight at this point as you guys are all exhausted um so we can do that endurance roll now for floy so how i think yeah what is endurance yeah that's what i was wondering that's what it says in the book let me look at up one more time to see what it says. Uh, do, 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 do. Poisons on 134. Let me just look at it one more time. Uh, okay, so. Alright, so a poison player here cannot rest. Uh, da, 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 da and must roll for the corresponding endurance loss at the end of each day. If the roll produces... Yeah, if the roll produces uh, a Gandalf, the hero takes no damage and not poison anymore. Successful healer will does that. Huh. Hang on. Talk amongst yourselves for a minute. I can... Oh, there's Melissa. Uh, so how are you feeling, Floyd? Got some cracked ribs. Feels like there's something in me. But we got some treasure out of it. Oh, maybe that's something else we do real quick, is we start to just peek at what we've got. Yeah. Catalog and I it. would tell you, but I'm looking up something <laughs> else. doing other yeah. things. And that's so. fair. Yep. Arineal's just going to say, I don't... I, I, just, I still don't understand. There was just this magnificent elk... That was, I, I mean, I guess it wasn't really the elk, but no, it seemed. Did anyone else see the elk? No, I, not an elk, but I saw the most handsome dwarf. 
wanted me to. But uh, the the shadows uh, they they always play something on your mind. This like is when true. you when you froze in place. I did. Hmm. I was really hoping we would find Geldor. I just, I hope he wasn't even there to begin with. We'll take the, we'll take the bag back to the clan and see if anything inside seemed uh, recognizable. Uh, <laughs> see, handsome dwarf that was a member of the local elk lodge. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if, like, I don't know. Gilly's got her book out. She's looked through, like, her task list of things that we need to complete. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, it's just a D12 long. Just roll a feet die. This happens at the beginning of the day. This happens at the end of, uh, end of the day. You make this. If you get a Gandalf on this roll, you are no longer poisoned. Uh, but otherwise, the number that you did you take is how much is how much endurance loss you take and um if you ever get down to zero endurance you are dying uh if you roll a sauron uh you're re- the player hero is reduced to zero endurance oh no and you're you're oh, wow. knocked out yeah all right let's see you also could potentially use points and stuff to to get a favored role in this if you wanted if you wanted if you have like any fellowship points left or if you've got enough uh enough die okay no, I, had, I had roll but it's not going through you just roll a d12 like a flat d12 it just didn't yeah. go through oh lagging i just rolled so many everything came through the first one was 11 11 is knocked out you are reduced <gasps> to zero endurance and 11 is an isara Oh. Oh. So uh, you are dying if down to zero. So you are reduced to zero endurance. And so as you guys are talking and going through the treasure, and like Floy almost looks normal. He's like talking here and there, but at some point, like his 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 speech just just gets kind of. You start to see sort of like these weird kind of strange kind of colors begin, like like this like a paleness begin to occur like in his face, like over the course of like a couple minutes. And then he just sort of slumps out and is just out completely. Oh, boy. So what can we do about that at this point? Mm. Why do I have to know all the rules? Why can't you know some of the rules, Melissa? (laughs) I didn't know if if it's still under sort of the poison stuff. Yeah. So keep talking. I'm I'm, I'm looking stuff up. He had to go and roll 11. I like how he rolled two 11s, too. Yeah, like it wasn't, it was meant yeah. to be. Because you, uh, yeah. you guys feel good about twice. burning those those extra bonus die from Steven just to avoid one fatigue? Feel good about that? And then you still <laughs> failed on the left. roll? Yes, right, well, we have one, but not enough for him to get favored because yeah, okay. we did use. Dying heroes. Heroes are considering dying if they are wounded twice or if they roll an Aya Sauron on their wound severity roll or as the roll of some sources of injury, so in this case, the poison. Dying heroes must receive a successful healing roll within approximately one hour or they will die. If the roll is a success, their life has been saved and they come back to their senses in about one hour at one endurance. If wounded, 
Uh, heroes must add 10 days to the time required for their injury to mend, minus the days removed by the healing roll. Finally, their injury leaves a permanent mark. So that that puncture on your ribs leaves a permanent mark, and the details are up to the player. It could be a scar, a limp, a missing finger, etc. So you have an hour to do a healing roll. And I want to stress, you need to pass this, or yeah. we ain't got no more dwarf. What do you got left for resources? Uh, 1d6 is what we have left for resources. In hope. Oh, snailed, man. I finally got my finally got my shipping notice. I'm very excited. All right, so, Gilly, are you going to burn a hope to give a Rhineol a bonus die? Yeah, she's not my focus, though, so she only gets one from me. Okay, a Rhineol. Uh, do we have any, do we have any uh, audience purchase dice left that you're going to use We've for this? We've got one... And okay. I can also spend a hope as well. Okay. Oh, and look. Steven just gave me 500 more bits to murder somebody else in the party. The crack has been following us. Since, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he just <laughs> bursts out. All right. I'm going to spend uh, those what? to make it favored. That's fine. And then uh, 3d6s. So. Okay. One that we had left, one from Gilly, and one from my hope point. All right, so let's just let's, let's do that one more time. You've, you've got, you've got. <laughs> thank you, Aaron. Everyone wants to save Floyd's life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so sweet and so nice. Okay, so you're gonna get it. You're getting it. You're getting it favored uh, because you burnt you burnt the uh, audience bits. You're yeah. getting a bonus die from Gilly, mm-hmm. uh, so that you can uh, you get her her support. You burned mm-hmm. a hope so that you could do this. Uh, so you, you can uh, you can do some features. Yeah, what are your distinctive features? Um, swift and bold. It's got an it's an hour. Uh, swift. I could argue and, swift. We can make yeah. the argument. Yeah, definitely not. This is definitely not bold. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, bold would have been charging up the rocky terrain and fighting off the creature and not letting it attack Floy. Uh, that would have been bold. Sure. So spending the hope point gets me two, which is then the max that I can have is three. Okay. Three bonus dice. Okay. So. Um, so it's favored with three bonus dice. Favored with three bonus. Right. Although there's hope. No, sorry. Actually, I can separately do support for my companion. So then I can still spend the other one. So, so there's okay. support for favored with four with four bonus dice. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Plus my healing. Oh, okay. Christ. Okay. Here we go. Oh, oh geez. I didn't roll it favored. Yeah, yeah. Man, we were. Yeah. I was gonna. Man, I was gonna like make it all up into this big thing and be like, "All right," and that's the end of tonight. And I wasn't gonna let them know what you were. No, just kidding. I would never. <laughs> do that. That's crazy. That would be awful. <laughs> that would be crazy. It would be crazy. I love the GCP, the Glass Cannon Podcast. They do that shit all the time. It cracks me up every time it happens. I'm like, I don't know if I could ever do that. That just everyone that's... has to know this. Okay. This, the fate of Floyd. I rolled a 21 great success. Okay. Uh, it says you got seven bonus die not four so i oh that's right you have your own skill you have three skill okay so i wanted to describe what this looks like as you see floy flop unconscious he's literally in the middle like he's kind of going through the treasure like you guys are all kind of going through the treasure and like because there's nothing that's going to cheer up a treasure hunter more than going through treasure right floy like you're like kind of going through it and like he face just is he looks up at one point completely pale and just slumps over head smashing into this waterlogged chest Arinil, you you kind of pull so, him away from it and you see so, the big old yeah Arinil and, sort of sees this happen um and she you know kind of remembers that it was a puncture wound you know kind of to 
his back ribs. So she rolls him over. Um, I don't know if this is in any way medically accurate, but she's kind of going to try to get some um, material to try to get into the kind of wound to try to soak up whatever's in there. Okay. And kind of try how, to. I did. How can I? How can I? Can I help? How? Uh, as Gilly's like pulling things out of her pack and like handing you clothes or whatever she's got. It's probably going to hurt like hell, but she's, um, Arinia will take, um, kind of rip out some paper from your book that you always carry. Um, I have a different one you can use. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be appropriate to take pages from the book of Floyd to save Floyd's (laughs) life. (laughs) Okay. So you managed to, to prevent him from dying right now. You kind of bring him back. You get like, you you can see that you've certainly slowed the spread of the poison. Uh, But if I understand the mechanics correctly, and I'm sure somebody will probably correct me on this, but that saves his life. That doesn't necessarily cure the poison, uh, which will be the the role in the morning. In the morning, yeah. And so we'll say the night passes and uh, Floyd uh, is still intact. But when you wake up, Arineal, you can see that kind of cascading out from the wound you can see like it's almost like an infection has kind of grown where you've managed to patch away at the wound from the claw tentacle of that that nameless thing uh, the lurker in the dark and you you're pretty confident that you weren't able to remove all of the poison and that he still seems to have suffered some kind of poison now this is going to be like so when the morning comes like you have to do like another healing roll as you're sort of scat you know sort of scrambling around trying to see what else you have left in your pack as a bit of rain sort of begins to fall uh and this is going because this is a grievous poison this is going to be a healing roll and you get i think minus two die on this uh on oh this gosh. attempt yeah all right it's um this thing come on this ain't just so Orc poison, I am going nice one, to spend another E. This is this. I just want to do this real quick just to see what Whoa. happens. And I may. Sorry. Sorry about that. Crazy. Yeah, I don't think that's going to end up benefiting me. I don't know what you just said. If, sorry, I was considering <laughs> spending a whole point, but if I spend the whole point, then it'll be miserable, which is going to affect my role. Sure. So I don't actually know that that. Well, we do have. Three dice now that you can use. Aaron, yeah. Aaron threw out some as well. Yeah, so I won't spend the hope, but I will. Uh, can Gilly help me? Sure, I'm me? already miserable. Okay, so support from a companion. But I'm having fun. Three. <laughs> My friend's it's, dying. It still could be. If she fails this, we get to roll that endurance roll again tonight. And he's very low on endurance, which means he starts dying again tonight. This is just as an important role. So for some Possibly reason, actually, well, it's not more important because I would have just straight up killed him in an hour, but this is a really important role. I can't add bonus dice for some reason. It's not. It's cause fate wants Floyd to die. No. Aluvatar wants him gone. Yeah, that's weird. All right. I'm going to have to just roll just 3d6. Snow what about the plot armor, Jeff? The plot armor. plot armor. Uh... You got, no, you got a success right off the bat. So two successes. Okay. So after like a night where you thought you had saved him, 
you thought, oh, jeez, I dropped it. You thought you had saved. And you probably rested even a slightly, slightly bit easier knowing that you had almost saved him. Mm-hmm. Morning comes and you see that he is as close to death as he's ever been. And you immediately get to work. And it's even worse because the conditions in the morning are just rain falling, fog rolling in. Like everything's just sort of soaking. Like you're like kind of dripping the sweat. You're covered in sludge. This is not kind of a sanitary space. And you kind of get to work once more. And Gilly kind of is running around, kind of chasing down maybe local herbs here or there that she can find. It is a bog after all. There's there's plenty of fauna in the area that might be useful. And it takes like all morning just to kind of collect everything you need. And you finally get back to work again. You kind of cut away at some of the infected poisoned skin. And you kind of reinstitute some of the bandages and poultices to try to ensure that there's there's like proper healing this time. And you do get a sense this time that you th- you think you think you might have gotten it all. Like there's this sort of strange, like discoloration that seems to be happening around the skin. Make an awareness roll, Arineal. Oh gosh, this isn't no. This is just for info. Don't worry about it. I'm just gonna see. How I was gonna give you some info. That's all. All of these rolls are so um, stressful. Actually, it doesn't have to be. You could, it could be a riddle instead, maybe. Or oh yeah, this is way better for me than riddle. I still okay, feel yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Um, but because you, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one piece of free information is that you did see that there, when you found like that one body in the bog as you were traveling through, you did see a huge kind of claw mark. And then as you kind of cleared away some of what Floy has done, you, you can kind of see almost sort of a similar wound pattern. You're wondering maybe if that body, but there was more you could have potentially gotten, but. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave that as a mystery. Okay. By midday, lunchtime, a little bit past 11sies, you are able to, uh, you see Floyd, his eyes kind of flutter up, and you feel exhausted, Floyd. You feel the wound in your side. It's utterly painful. But you're alive. How long is the bed? Been out most of the day. Sue really scared us there. Yeah, Gilly's crying. <laughs> she's just kind of sitting there and she's holding her book as she's looking at you and she's just crying and she's like, I'm so glad you're okay. I feel like a pile of trill shit. You kind of look like it too. You've, you've stretched the limits of what I know about healing and and such was touch and go there we definitely thought we lost you I guess the tale of treasure hunters not making others is quite true I'm lucky to be here I'm glad we got out when we did but that shouldn't stop us we passed the hurdle are we covering time? I'd like to stay on dry ground for a little bit. That would be my preference. So do I get like a longest mechanic there as well? Okay, so a couple... Th- yeah, I was actually just yeah. looking that up. We were on the same same wavelength there. So it was a prolonged rest last night, but you don't... You were poisoned at the time, so you don't get any benefit from it. Arineal and Gilly, 
you got your prolonged rest, so both of you can recover all lost endurance points from your your rest. Um, then, if you were at if you were at zero hope at the start of the rest, you regain one point. That's from the prolonged rest. Flo, you don't get those effects. You get a then, point of health or just one of endurance? If you're at zero hope, you get a point of hope from the prolonged okay. rest. Only if you're at zero. Otherwise, because the two of you aren't wounded, you can restore all of your lost endurance. Then we'll say after you've spent the morning healing Floy, you get past 11 seas, you break out some food, you get a short rest in. This is once per day, usually around midday. It's roughly an hour of activity. You can recover points equal to your strength rating, but because Floy is wounded, he still doesn't recover any endurance. So Floy, because you're wounded, you're you're effectively you're out of commission for nineteen a while. Would be we'd be down to eighteen now because the one day. Wait, what, yeah. Why is it not? It, in, it increased because you were dying. Oh. Yeah, because you 10. got that. Yeah. Yeah, it started at 10, and then because the roll went down to 9, and then because of all that, it went up to 19. Yeah. And then we slept, so now it's 18. So I'll just add zero endurance. Whatever. You're at 1. Well, I mean, you have 1. If you're at 0, you'd be dying again. Okay, I guess yeah. he's dead. This is intent. He did. No. He did it to himself. He just got up too quickly. <laughs> uh, RPG Balot, uh, wait, Boladao, thank you very much uh, for that sub. Very much appreciate it. Um, Okay, so let me ask you guys a question. Do you want to go back to the family? Uh, do you want to just try to find kind of a safe place to sort of camp out for a while in the hills, like out of the way, and try to allow Floyd to get some rest? We're essentially kind of breaking travel uh, at this point because he really can't travel. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we're kind of yeah. stop. We're pa- pausing the journey to because this we already paused the journey really, but like we're pausing even longer now because he has to recover. He, he can't be going anywhere with only one endurance. His wound has well, to heal. I don't know if we'd go back to the family because they did mention Lottie would come back. Yeah, so I think there was some misunderstanding about that. Like, like there was no suggestion that Lottie was suddenly going to show up. Basically. The idea was that she was moving about and recruiting. You have no idea where Lottie is, and nobody has any idea gotcha. where Lottie is right now. So, like, I thought, it's possible I maybe she they mentioned she'll pop up to try and recruit them. It, they might, like, it certainly could yeah. happen. Um, but there was no like she's going to be here in a couple weeks, like certainty. Yeah, got it. So. I think with his with the elements and everything out here, I, I think being within the group might be the safest place for us to rest i mean this isn't just a you look awful and you know after one day you don't look all that much better so i think this is going to be a, a lengthy process Take me maybe in, we could they have their own problems and not kind of outsiders maybe we could just see and if they don't we'll find someplace else to go we may be able to help them with some Things that they've got going on there while you're recuperating. If you wish, I will be bedridden for days. So, in the treasure chests, mm-hmm. there are, you have, you effectively discovered mechanically a greater hoard worth 18 treasure. 
So you wow. would need to divvy up that 18 treasure. Remember how we're using the treasure item? Mm-hmm. But don't forget that this essentially weighs you down and could potentially make you weary if you travel with it. In addition to that, there are two specific items that catch your eye. One is in a beautifully carved lacquered wooden box that somehow seems to have escaped any sort of damage from being caught within the bog. There's some sludge here and there, but it's wiped away clean and clear. But the wood itself doesn't seem like it's been affected in any way, shape, or form. Arineal, you look at this and you can tell from some of the designs on this, this is of elvish make. And you open it up. Now, when I say a box, I would say it's probably like a cube of about maybe four inches by four inches by four inches. When you open it up inside, there is this just beautiful like fabric that seems to be covering something that's sitting within almost like a cushioned, a cushioned space, much like a, like a jewelry box almost. And the cloth itself is, is gorgeous and would probably fetch significant price if one were to sell this. However, you also would know, since one of your friends is, is Elvish, that this, this might be of interest to them. But what's more interesting is what it is wrapped around, mm-hmm. which is a large and extraordinarily beautiful white pearl, about an inch in diameter. It's absolutely pristine. It seems to just glisten and glow. And, and, and as you pull, pull the cloth out from around it, your first view of it, it was just... It almost seemed like a normal pearl, not very illuminant, you know, illuminate, luminescent. But as you're holding it in your hand and just sort of cleaning it off, you just feel like a warmth just begin to swell in your chest. And you can see it and it, like it, it just seems to brighten ever so slightly, like it's almost giving off a very tiny bit, not of sunlight, but more maybe of something like moonlight, just the, the, the faint glow. So that is a one of your extraordinary finds. The second thing was found in one of the waterlogged chests that you found. All of this, by the way, was found in that vault. You you find like there was this this big old kind of black waterlogged chest, and you have to kind of hack it open. You can't even open it normally anymore. The hinges are so swollen at this point. You just kind of hack it to pieces. And it's not hard to do. It just takes a couple minutes. The wood is so kind of worn through from the sort of the acid eating away. Mm-hmm. And you see what looks like a chain shirt as you kind of pull it out. And it's dry in the inside like it like none of, none of the none of the liquid from the bog manages to seep through the chest and you 
you kind of pick it up a bit and you hang it in your hair and, and hang it in the air. Uh, and you notice that it's it's dark. It's like this black, glistening color to it. It almost looks... Floy, if you didn't know any better, aside from the fact the color seems wrong, just kind of looking at it like Mithril. Like, it almost has that feel to it, but it's just the make of it. Um, And you notice that, like, on the nape of the neck, there is this small purple amethyst right kind of at the center above where or below where the 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 chin would kind of rest and this is purple amethyst it's affixed in what looks like this kind of glassy black fixture floy i'm just gonna floy do you have lore do you want to roll lore yeah i do have one point in lore and I'm going to give it to you at favor. All right. Ooh. Okay. Oh, failure. Not so good. You're on a, this is not, you, you didn't study history, uh, but you do have, I'll say this, like, at the very least, you take a look at it, and it just looks of dwarven make. Can't quite pin its specific origin or, like, like any sort of craftsman's signature to it or anything like that, but it certainly appears of dwarven make. But there's something about it that kind of gives you that sort of thought of this this is of your people, right? But... Perhaps somebody else might be able to better identify. So these are the two things that you all discovered within this horde. You all, I should tell you, have been getting extraordinarily lucky in your treasure rolls. uh, Because it actually is fairly random whether or not magical items pop up. And you all have now discovered effectively three magical items, which is a fairly high clip. Don't expect that to last. (laughs) Yeah. You got very lucky. Really lucky. wants to take the pearl... Um, and very kind of carefully kind of hand it to Floyd because she noticed that sensation when she was holding it. Uh, yeah, you can hand it over to Floyd and Floyd. Yeah. You, you kind of feel the same thing. There's just sort of like a warmth that kind of overtakes you and a as you hand it over, you sort of feel it almost like dissipate from you as if just sort of holding it in your hands. You just sort of felt as if there was some, there's something that this was like just the presence of it in your hand as if there was sort of reaching out. You felt enheartened in some way, or you felt uh, a little bit more hopeful. Hmm. And it, I mean, all, I mean, you all know when you come across like there, especially Floy as a treasure hunter, there are, there's treasure and then there's treasure. And this is the latter as is that that peculiar piece of kind of almost like black mithril mail of dwarven make with that purple amethyst that that something in the back of your mind but you can't quite pin it <laughs> I agree Australis ring of three wishes and a wand of power world kill 
This is quite the haul. Got some beautiful items here. The mail I can't really pinpoint, but my cousins made it. Should definitely. Well, you just have to get better, and then you can wear it. So eventually, when we get back. We'll have to gather some more information about this, and yeah, we'll I've... make sure that it's the, especially the pearl, is very carefully mm-hmm. put back. Yeah. And then you have all this other treasure, and that has to be split, by the way, between Arineal and Gilly. Yeah. Floyd, unfortunately, with one endurance, if you put anything on them, like when you handed the pearl over, he went to zero endurance and died, unfortunately. <laughs> so, but mechanically speaking, you know that he can't carry this. Yeah. He's just too injured. He needs to rest. So, eventually, the three of you uh, return to the homesteads where you met the family of Nadil. And they see you uh, coming up and you can see a couple of the children who you were kind to come running out first. And then eventually the adults notice and you can see Nadil and Una see uh, Floyd in his condition who is just at this point probably just slumped over on the back of uh, a beat. Uh, as he's unable to really walk the whole distance and he looks better than you saw him but when they last saw Floyd he was the spitting image of a healthy vibrant dwarf and now in return he looks like a pale version of himself and bandaged up around his midsection uh, and definitely kind of this far off look in his eyes if he's encountered something unspeakable kind of beyond words and Nadil and Una kind of, sh- kind of shoo the kids away and they kind of look at you with this grave look in their eyes and they just say I hesitate to ask this looking at your condition it seems their journey was difficult but he kind of just looks over and over you able at all to locate my son. Rinia will reach into her bag. Um, just say it was quite the, the dangerous area that we went to, um, but we did come across this pack and she'll kind of hand over the pack that had the broken strap on it. Una like gasps as you reach out and grabs it and both of them just sort of, whoa. And they start going through his things and they kind of pull out the knife. And like, I taught him how to make the scabbards. This is his, these are his things. These are his things. What, what, uh, what has, what has happened to him? We, we didn't, we didn't see him, but there's just dangerous waters and even more dangerous creatures in the waters. And as you can see, we, we, we barely got out. It's quite possible that maybe he was somewhere else. You are a ranger of the north, are you not? Are you not uh, descendant from kings of old? What, uh, what is uh, a bit of water to you? This is, uh, as you can see, the, the creatures here are of all sorts of sorts of danger. It's not, it's not water that you can just sort of hold your breath in. It's quite dangerous, just the water itself. This. And he just sort of like this 
angry sort of dis- look of disgust at Arineal as you kind of explain this, and he just sort of marches away and just kind of cursing. Mm-hmm. Una remains behind, and she Tilly says, "Takes Una's hand like before she can say anything, and she just mm-hmm. like, I am so sorry." Thank you, thank you. But did you see a body? Was there no. a body with this? So I, I hope he escaped. Then we will continue to hope. Yes, that is what we will do. No, not worry about Nadil. This is not you that he is upset with. This is himself. He knows that he should have gone after Gildor. But the two fought about this thing or that about Ladi. And their last words were spoken in anger towards one another. And it is his stubbornness and his regret that kept him from chasing down Gildor before something terrible might happen. It's not your fault. You have done well. Thank you so... Thank you for this. You have... You have given us more than we had yesterday. And perhaps, if fate wills it, Gildor will be returned to us one day. Certainly, certainly hope so. Your um, dwarven friend does not look well. No, he was very near death. You may, you may stay with us. I warn you that not everyone within our group is pleased with you. Nadil and I will say nothing, and of course our children will keep our confidence in yours. Beric, however, he is more unforgiving he has uh, spent time with Lodi and our people and was chased out for reasons he cares not to share and he still harbors anger deep within him I fear that he might use your presence perhaps as an opportunity to to win back some manner of grace into her party. Be wary what you say around him. We will keep close eye. But until time in which your dwarven friend can move on his own feet and not on the back of that, uh, that pony, you may stay here. Thank you, Una. Give There's Nadil some time, however. And anything the, we can do while we're here. Some extra hands. We do not plan to be idle. With with Gildor gone, many of our chores around have well fallen to some of the young ones who are not quite able to handle what he was able to cover for us. So yes, we will take you up on that if you do not mind no we uh, everything we can do to help yes 
So we'll say that you all get some proper rest. They make up not a great bed for you, but they find essentially a, a kind of a place um, either in sort of a spare room or maybe like where like it's sort of in sort of pen that they kind of clear out of, of animals and sort of make a little overhang where you all can sleep underneath some dry land, you know, dry area. And they probably bring Floy in to give him a proper, proper bed somewhere. Maybe Gildor's room, specifically his bed. And we'll go ahead, I think, and we'll end there. Uh, I think this is probably a pretty good time to end and we'll probably montage, I think to some degree, the healing days. So we're not, um, just, like following Reniel doing chores and <laughs> Gilly doing drawing. But yeah, I think we'll end it there. Uh, and, oh my uh, goodness, we almost lost Floyd. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was terrifying. Thanks, Roger, by the way. Well, you're not even missing anything. We're finishing perfect timing, actually. Uh, I cannot believe wow. I missed so many times uh, against Floyd. The number and of I only, standoffs yeah. was crazy. I, I mean, if I were a player, I would have been crushing it tonight with all the all the Gandalfs I rolled. Yeah, insane. Uh, yeah, Get into the water. <laughs> 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 yep, I had a tiger's turns playing, and it's just it's just like Rocky Four. It's basically it's just Iridial just sort of doing plowing, and she's not using any any Floyd's animals. It's just progress herself. as he's getting better is at first he can only walk a little bit, mm-hmm. and then eventually he can walk around. And then starts jogging, and then the last day he's finally running. Yeah, you know, with his beautiful I like to hair. think it's it, it starts it starts with like the first day where he's just laying in bed and being fed by somebody, and then the next day he can kind of tip his head up enough to take a drink from a beer or something like that. And that's how it is, and it slowly progresses until he's doing laps around the livestock, as is Floyd's thing: treasure hunting it's- and freaking out livestock by jogging near them. And it's it's fresh milk. Exactly. (laughs) It's fresh milk. It's always fresh milk. Oh, goodness. All right. Uh, Thank you for everyone who hung out tonight. Thank you for the bits. You uh, you guys saved Floyd's life, I think. I think it's fair to say that Floyd. Yeah, it's fair to say. I think Floyd would have died tonight if not for all the extra bits. Um, we played we played some of the rules kind of fast and loose. Uh, The idea of like kind of combat and running away, combat and running away. So, like, I hope it felt it felt fair to the three of you at the very least, kind of like weaving yeah. in, you know in and out between that. But um, but I wanted to try to sort of convey a sense of danger, kind of you're escaping. But at the same time, this thing was so big, like it was huge. And, I know. Uh, it's a good thing you didn't sort of stand and bang with it. I it was actually I actually rolled fairly weak for a nameless thing, by the way. Like that was a relatively weak nameless thing, and I'm pretty sure that thing would have just. Just the fact that it had three attacks, and I'm like, no way in hell. The thought crossed my mind for a second. All of this is, I was like, I'll give it a swig. (laughs) Run. (laughs) It's actually badly. Wasn't I? Don't think it would have been difficult to hit, as it didn't have any parry bonus. But it would have been difficult to to do any sort of lasting damage to it. Uh, as it had fairly thick hide and things like that. So um, there's like a really cool nameless thing creator in the book. and you get like a handful of uh, abilities. You can kind of roll these. With the, they're called fell abilities. And they're on like all the adversaries have them to some degree. That's but you cool. get to roll randomly and kind of piece them together. And one of it, one of the ones that had was poisonous. And it also had a denizen of the dark. So like that's one of the reasons why like, you know, it's it's the idea I was thinking is like it's lingering in these dark areas. And and because of that, it's, it gets favored attack rolls and things like that. And like the poison, I have the ability 
to spend a success icon on that. So I didn't, like the first time I hit him, I didn't actually get a success icon. I just rolled an ISL around, so I got the hit. So it was like, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. So. Thank um, goodness for that rope around his waist the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so I, could just I have crazy. never been Bounce so happy rocks. for an item. There go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, so thank you everybody. Uh, thank you for everybody who hung out tonight, uh, throughout some bits saved, uh, our, our dwarf friend's life. Uh, thank yeah. you to those of you who are watching this later on YouTube, uh, and you're chiming in, throwing out comments. Uh, really, really, really appreciate it. I hope you're enjoying wondering. I hope we're doing, uh, the Tolkien world justice to some degree. Uh, and, uh, yeah, let's see what else we got going Monday. Come back on Monday. That'll be our next game here. Uh, we'll be playing Deadlands. So we'll be doing weird West cowboys. Uh, Melissa and I are in that game no long no ashley but the all four of us will be back next friday uh when we do our kind of wrap-up show on our delta green impossible landscapes game and time permitting uh we'll see how long that takes and then time permitting we might even start doing some character creation for traveler which i believe yeah. is going to be our next game so we might do that as well next friday kind of like a, a double feature or something like that and then of course saturday uh one ring our uh, this wonderful wonderful game uh and we'll get back on the journey north as we'll montage through your healing and we'll we'll see where the journey takes you uh so yeah i think that's the plan sounds good sounds uh, good to me so let's go ahead and uh, give somebody a raid let's see who is up uh those of you who are in our uh, in our in our chat just hang tight uh let's go and do uh let's go a little do a little tpk role play action let's go ahead and roll them uh, so hang tight, uh, follow the rate and, uh, enjoy the rest of your evenings or whatever the time zone you are. So, uh, bye-bye everybody. Thanks everybody. See you later.